evening or whatever time of day it is for you listeners, and welcome back to Hindsight is Horrifying. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Darth Jader, and I am here with my co-host, Jason. Hello. And listeners, if you listen to our last episode of Stephen King's It! Exclamation point, you will know ah. that this is a historic episode, as was the first, because this is our first ever two-part episode. To be continued right now. now. <laughs> it's a <laughs> time of upheaval. <laughs> it's a time of upheaval in the Stephen King universe where all these kids are being terrified by a psycho, demonic, evil clown who's murdering the children of, what is it, Derry? Derry, Maine. Derry, Maine, yes. I love that name. Uh, and this includes Seth Green, Jonathan Brandis, just like a bunch of classic names. But uh, we are concluding on the second half of Stephen King's It. So... Jason, who have we got going on with the studio today? Well, somebody apparently wanted to get his dog back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and and the information will be texted to you at the end of the uh, the recording. But young Adam is back. <laughs> Woo! Young Adam! I'm just here for the dog, guys. <laughs> yeah, we have to differentiate yeah. our Adams on this show because apparently we have a collection. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yes, Adam, welcome back. Thank you for joining us Thank again. Thank you for having me I, you know, and I, I was actually thinking about that. You know what's funny about the fact that we have three different Adams is Tell that me. they're effectively from three different generations. So it's not like... How old is your Adam? He's my... Yeah. He's my... He's, oh, okay, uh, he's, so a, he's a year younger than me. Okay, so he's middle-aged man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like we discussed. Okay, now... Yeah, Adam, Adam Brown is the next... Old man. Okay, oh. old man Adam Brown. Okay. You, so you, mean. you called me middle-aged man. <laughs> you call yourself middle-aged all the time. Uh, no, but... And you're the one who even brought up that sketch. I wouldn't know about it That's if true. it were for you. Yeah, but... So you have so, no one to blame but yourself. So it's not like we have three people, you know, three <laughs> girls named Madison who were born in 1992. Yeah. You know? It's not like that. Which, if That's we true. did, we'd have far more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, if we had, if we got more more chicas up in the studio. But I brought you some boys to play with because you got yes. so tired yes. of hanging out yes. with yes. girls. Thank you. So, uh, brought you another boy back, and um, yeah. So we're still discussing Stephen King's It, and we left off where in this fantastic moment of claymation. Uh, oh yeah. Pennywise melted after being uh, slingshotted with pieces of silver, right? A uh, piece of silver because it kills werewolves. So if they believe it kills the clown, it kills the clown. Right. And it's the uh, probably the best claymation I've ever seen in a 1990 ABC television film. So, I think that's uh, yeah. I think you're yeah. Right. There's a niche. ranks up there. <laughs> I think it actually won the uh, the uh, um, wait. What's the TV one? It's not the Oscars. Not a Grammy. That's music. Emmys, yeah. That's the Emmys. The sad thing is, Tim Curry's (laughs) rendition of "Sad Clown." I think this film did actually win an Emmy for soundtrack, which is crazy because the soundtrack's awful. It is pretty terrible. (laughs) Um, That's a weird thing for this to win an Emmy. Of all the things, no Tim Curry, just the soundtrack. Well, Tim Curry's the most timeless piece of this entire movie, anyway. He's the reason we watched this. Everything else aged out so poorly, but Tim Curry is just classic no matter what he does. Oh, yeah. Wilderness Guilds. And uh, we came back in a really fun portion of the movie listeners because Stan, the, the little boy scout who grew up and got the call to come back to Derry, Maine to defeat Pennywise, has now committed suicide in his tub. He uh, yeah. slit his wrist and yeah. wrote two letters spelling it, it on the wall there. But he, he left out the exclamation I was just about to <laughs> say <laughs> He died with a typo. It's uh, it's terrible. I mean, you got he didn't time it out right, I guess, but uh it, what's <laughs> but, it actually is a really so This isn't a funny scene. But, no, it's not. No. It's a very poignantly well, sad moment because a few minutes before uh Mike 
gives everybody the call to come back to Derry. Right. Uh, so Mike calls Stanley, and you see Stanley kind of freeze. And a few minutes before he got that call, he and his wife are talking about starting their family and having a baby, and they're just, they're all loving and happy, and it's a beautiful little moment. And then Stanley offs himself about great, five minutes later. Great timing, Mike. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Yeah, way Appreciate to ruin the that call, moment. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> And meanwhile, you have Bill, who I guess is the first to return. Uh, Billy boy. Yeah, Billy boy. Rocking uh, a ponytail. Oh, God, that ponytail and, tied with yeah. the leather string. Yeah. Isn't that the dude from the Waltons? It, um, it may be. I want to say looks that's like the dude him. from the Waltons. It look, it, he kind of has like almost a Val Kilmer look to him. Uh, sort of like if Val Kilmer and Dave Foley had a baby. A little bit. Yeah. I can <laughs> see it. I can yeah. sort of see that. So now we're starting part two, Revenge of the Stop Motion Spider from Mars. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, because yeah. <laughs> why not? Uh, yeah, and those spider that the big spider did remind me of um, Lost in Space, the remake with uh, Joey from Friends, because <laughs> of one, all the spiders that were running around in that movie. The one blockbuster movie that Joey was in, yeah. yeah. Oh, he has, he has to have been in more than one blockbuster, Matt LeBlanc. Uh, it's like that time we tried to figure out what movies Gina Davis was in besides Beetlejuice and we couldn't figure it out. It's not coming to mind right now. The Fly, League of Her Own. Okay. Yeah, we, we <laughs> believe me, I, I, I solved that in I'm the episode fan. description. Well, who isn't? She's gorgeous. Yeah. So I have a question because we're in the scene where, where Pennywise, Billy. yeah, he shows up in the graveyard and he's like, ah, you know, you can have any of these graves except for the last one. Ha ha. That one's taken. Yeah. yeah. Could he not leave town? And just get on a plane and fly away. That's the thing. If you leave Derry, if you leave Derry, Pennywise is gone. Yeah, <laughs> he stays in Derry. Yeah, so. I, I mean, well, and we discussed that on the the prior episode is the fact that whenever they left Derry, their minds all fogged over and they didn't remember anything about it. That's part of Pennywise's power. That's what you're saying. Since he returns every thirty years to feed, he doesn't want people to remember him. But the thing is, the second Bill got the call from Mike. He suddenly remembers that his little brother was brutally murdered yeah. when they were children, yeah. and it, it it comes back differently for all of them. And I don't really know what the rules are, so it's kind of strange how that works. But I know we discussed that. Oh, and Mike, I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous episode. You know, that's the dad from Sister Sister. Yeah, Tim yeah. Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this this brings up a, a very interesting cultural point. Whenever I was a kid watching TV and movies at this time, I was genuinely convinced that when black people aged, all that happened was they got little sort of gray patches on the sides of their heads. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because that's all anyone ever did to age people back then, was they just, we're going to frost just the sides. That's uh, that's actually yeah. baby powder that they put in his hair. That's true. It's like the horse. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like the horse of a different color in The Wizard of Oz. They painted him with jello to make him all those different oh my colors. God, yeah. Because yeah. he was a white horse, so they were able to paint him with jello. They, they tried LSD, but that, that didn't work. And the horse flipped out. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they had to go to regular yeah. ingredients. So I don't know if you guys agree with me on this, but I actually, despite like all of these very famous television actors of the time being in the second part, playing the adult versions of the the Losers Club. I always thought that the actors playing the children versions were were more captivating. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, they are. I, I it stops being as interesting when it's grown ups. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like a lot of these adults they don't seem like the older versions of their kid counterparts. Yeah. They really don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think they put much thought into that. Like Stanley, I know, and I know you change as you grow, but Stanley doesn't look anything like he did as a kid. Not He's at like, all. And I don't like. Different facial structure, different everything. It's like, just, yeah. it's not just like he went a little thin in the hair or something. Oh, but, no. But, but yeah, you're right, Adam. There's like no, there's there was not a smooth transition. The, yeah. the only one that may work is Eddie, maybe. So 
Yeah, Eddie, I can see. I think he's the most similar looking. And uh, what's her face, Beverly, the uh, the the group girl. Yeah. <laughs> who I've got issues with Beverly. Yeah, we've noticed. All, we've noticed. They all, <laughs> no, they all come back, and Bill is married to someone else. And the first thing Beverly does when she sees Bill is kiss him on the mouth. Terrible. Like it's just so. Oh, you guys clearly haven't read the book. <laughs> oh no, I haven't. <laughs> Does she kiss him somewhere else? <laughs> uh, she kisses all of them I'm somewhere running. else. All of them get kissed somewhere else. Well, she even has a line in the movie at long uh, some point where she was describing them cleaning up the sink when the blood exploded in her bathroom. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I fell in love with all of you boys that day," and it just. Okay, Beverly. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Great. The, these boys definitely didn't develop that instinct for run like hell. No. Yeah, just no, no, no. They're running no, toward the danger. No, it's no. it's definitely uh, you know makes sense that the uh, controversial child orgy scene was cut out of each film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprise controversial. There. Oh, what kind of prudes are out there? Jeez. <laughs> maybe maybe Pennywise. Maybe that's just a part of his his whole power is that he preys on sort of stupid kids. Yeah, like it's if you're like really smart, he can't do anything to you. It's like yeah. I give up. They're yeah. smart. Yeah. Like, ah, I'm not going to go in there. It's a freaking murderous clown. These guys are the losers club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the point is, it's a very pro-bullying movie. It really yeah. is. There, there's bullying from hey. Henry Bowers. There's bullying. Judge, oh. Harold T. Stone. There's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we love him. We're about to, I believe we're about to get into possibly the best scene in the entire movie, in my humble opinion. Oh, yeah, the, the library. The library yeah. scene. It, it, listeners, if you haven't seen this film, if you need something to convince you to watch this one, just go online and type in Stephen King's It library scene and... Just enjoy. <laughs> it's pretty trippy. Cause yeah. It's I, probably Tim Curry's craziest moment in the movie. Like, he literally chews off the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. And it. what's great about it is uh, Harry Anderson is just... It, I'm not used to seeing him in a serious role. I'm, right. I've, I've yeah. seen him on Nightcore. It, yeah, like he's I, Judge Harold T. Stone. Yeah, yeah, he's a funny guy. But in this movie... And, and he is a funny guy on television. He grew up to be a TV personality in this right. movie. He's a comedian. And, yeah, he's a comedian, but... He comes back and everything's so serious. And he, his character, Richie, right? Richie, yeah. He's Richie. Um, beep, beep, Richie. Yeah, beep, beep, Richie. But uh, he's the one who's always got the bravado and the swagger. He dumped the soda on the bullies in the in the movie theater when they were kids. And it, you don't think that... You think that Richie has the thickest skin, but he seems to be one of the mentally weakest, especially as an adult. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. And which I think leads to this whole library scene because he's just, <laughs> he's sitting there and Pennywise is up on the second level of the library. I got a balloon for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, those, that makeup and those teeth. But yeah, it, Tim Curry is literally just losing his mind going psychotic yeah. in the library. I don't and think Tim Curry even knew they were filming. That was just him being <laughs> Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the director said. I think I mentioned this on the previous episode. The blood balloons. It was a very Robin Williams approach. He said, Stephen I just had Fry, to let no. Tim Curry run with his instincts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, the balloons all explode and they've got blood in them. And oh, yeah. it's so creepy because everyone... <laughs> Blood is exploding on all these uh, patrons of the library, and they don't even notice Help it. Help me, I'm allergic to tempera paint. <laughs> <laughs> I love how all of the actors... At least actors... he wasn't hit with a car with a knife on the end of it. Yeah, they <laughs> all flinch. It's a similar explosion, though. <laughs> they all flinch when the balloons pop. I love it. Well, you, I think that's just a universal thing. Even when you know a balloon is going right, to pop, yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 I always jump when that happens. WWW, a woman sits on balloon. Pops. <laughs> and pops. Balloons. <laughs> 
Balloons. Uh, Get her some earmuffs. <laughs> she won't Curry. be able to hear it. Tim Curry's just having the time of his life yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Tim, come on. We're trying to film here. Meanwhile, the poor librarian <laughs> just thinks that Harry Anderson is losing his damn mind because yeah. he's panicking and clearly having some sort of a fit. And he's covered in blood, which only he can see. And she's just like, oh, this strange guy here. Would you like a glass of water, mister? Like She's just <laughs> yeah. trying to get him yeah. to calm down. This is the only thing I've seen him in, but uh, he, he's definitely one of the strongest actors in this film. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, and you know, I'm surprised he, he didn't figure out a way of squeezing close-up magic in because he, he, he always squeezed close-up magic into everything he did. I think he did it at some point in this did movie. Did he? Um, he may have. He might I have. I think he does it when they go to dinner, unless I'm very much mistaken. Could, but, okay, this is a point that I wrote down in my notes, is that, like, these, these adults come back with a clear mission, or at least you think they do. The whole point is for them to come back and destroy Pennywise and to save the town of Derry. Right. But then they get there and they're they're going to dinner and they're yeah, riding they're, bikes. Yeah. They've just got all this extra downtime yeah. for these random mass <laughs> yeah. activities. They're not like, they're not Linda Hamilton. No. <laughs> yeah. They're why, not very yeah. motivated. Yeah. Why why is Pennywise not even bothering to attack them <laughs> yeah. right here when they're not even together? Yeah. 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 They're playing at Matadoring on a bicycle and a coat and Mike slaps himself in the face with his own coat and they're just reliving moments from their childhood because you got the the silver bike, the hi ho silver, Away. And, and then a, you got the Temptations playing in the soundtrack because oh, yeah, the sixties, yeah. fifties, <laughs> whatever decade it is. But yeah, it just I don't know. It's it's a really sweet scene, and it's it just smacks of their childhood, or at least the good portions of it. Like they put a little a little playing card in the spokes of the bicycle, so it'll sound like a motorcycle, and it's really cute, and it's a touching moment, but. It's like, don't you guys have a murderous clown to deal with at the yeah. moment? Like, it just yeah. seems like the movie uh, forgets what it is for a couple minutes there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it almost smells like one of those things where somebody at a meeting somewhere said, hey, you know, we need we need to, you know, for part two, we need to kind of, you know, put something in there that the old folks can kind of relate could, to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we need some nostalgia in this. Oh my god, do you see the size of that cell phone John Ritter's holding? John Ritter's cell phone is bigger than his head, actually. Yeah, Yeah. that cell phone's roughly the size of my car. Uh, (laughs) Pennywise's entrance as he enters Derry is brilliant. Oh yeah. And John Ritter, what was his character's name? Uh, He's Ben, right? Ben, yeah. Okay. Haystack. Yes, I'm having trouble keeping all the kids straight uh, with their names. But yeah, the first thing he does is stop in the middle of nowhere to mm-hmm, go down to their mm-hmm, little hideout mm-hmm, where they used mm-hmm, to build a dam mm-hmm. uh, all alone in the woods. And the taxi driver's just like, what the hell? No. <laughs> hey, are you going to pay me? Just keep the meter, <laughs> just keep the meter running. Did you pop the TARDIS on the meter? But, yeah, in that just, case, take your time. <laughs> yeah. Knowing that there's a murderous clown about, and he just goes out alone. And, of course, they're all having really symbolic moments from their childhood like John Ritter was teased for being fat and then he sees another kid get to kid. the choppers <laughs> <laughs> yeah the slow-mo run yeah. with him flashing back to being chased by Henry Bowers and his little gang of thugs and now he's seeing this other kid this little chubby kid getting chased and bullied in the woods just like he used to be Aww. so I, I do kind of appreciate that I love it how they all enter dairy and it's almost as if like they're jumping back into this weird bubble of time and everything just waves back into them. I yeah, love that. They yeah. just remember all of it all of a sudden. Right. And it just like, it's it's funny how the town and Pennywise are kind of working together in the sense that he's trying to scare them with, you know, their own fears and stuff and memories, but the town itself seems to be doing a pretty good job of, remember what your childhood was like? <laughs> yeah. We're going to show you an example of that and how it still maintains its, 
you know, it's still true today. Like, here, let, let me help you. So do they still dump the sewage in the water here? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Tim Curry running around? Uh, if so, stay the hell away from him. I would have seriously asked all the kids. I would have been like, "Have you seen the clown anywhere?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like John Ritter, I think John Ritter's character looks the least like his childhood counterpart. Yeah. Oh yeah, ben oh, is yeah. this chubby yeah. little blonde boy, and then he jo- he grows up to be John Ritter. Yeah. It's like your hair completely <laughs> yeah. changed color, which I mean happens when you're really, really young, not when you're fourteen. <laughs> it's just it's so random. The weird skeleton on the water. Here we are. Yeah, that's creepy. Of- that's creepy. That's creepy. I still yeah. think Tim Curry in the water was more effective. Oh yeah, the yeah. first time. Yeah, big time. No, no, I mean, as as far as I mean, I get the whole suspension of disbelief thing. Uh, you know, that's that's <laughs> sorry, the random hobo in the middle of the swamp. Like Every you do. great horror like, movie yeah. has that. Yeah, he's living in a cave. Yeah, like you do. I'm just working on my thesis. In <laughs> <laughs> the cave, he's still sitting there. Well, yeah. I'm really glad you came back because this whole keep the meter thing kind of, you know, it doesn't work if you just leave. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) But this is the 90s. You know, people were somewhat trustworthy back then. If you, especially in those tiny little towns like Derry. (laughs) So you're going to audition for 30 something? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And Tim Curry's just everywhere. He's. He's holding the balloons on the side of the street, just mentally terrorizing these poor people. Yeah. The guy's got to spend a lot of money on balloons. You know? <laughs> the balloon budget is yeah. out of control. Well, think about it. That printing would, words yeah. on the balloon. Well, exactly. And... <laughs> because you can't just... Pennywise, he couldn't just order one of those no, balloons. No, you've got to order them order, in bulk. Yeah, he had to get like a thousand of them. And he <laughs> oh, only yeah. needed one, you know? Yeah. Well, luckily he's got eight kids to... Te- or seven kids to terrorize. No, so it, it's got to spread out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you come back and it's this very... Um, the opposite of It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life when Eddie comes to the pharmacy to get his uh, inhaler refilled and it's you come to find that the pharmacist who was kind to him as a little boy it's his what great uh grandchild or something running the pharmacy now or right. something, something to that a extent. relative yeah, yeah a relative but um the pharmacist is the opposite of the one in the wonderful life who slaps jimmy stewart bloody yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy actually says hey you and your mom have a really creepy Bates Motel kind of relationship going on. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of a placebo? Do I look like, do I look like Brian Cranston? A little, oh my God, Just a little, a little bit. Yeah, a little that, bit. That was uh, Brian Cranston's dad. It, the meth business was actually a family yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the family. It's a little known fact that this, it, is a prequel to Breaking Bad. Yeah, oh yeah. So that was the original front for the meth business. Yeah, see, I, I <laughs> love... The pharmacy. I, that's, that's another one of my favorite games is taking two uh, cinematic universes and, and, and just together. saying, well, let's just assume that they're the same. And yeah. you know, oh, I irritated the hell out of my friends with that once because I I can't remember the exact status, but I put it on Facebook, and it was something to the extent of Leonardo DiCaprio uh, dies on the Titanic, April fourteenth, nineteen twelve, wakes up, uh, or no, fakes his own death, pretends to drown, uh, actually stole the necklace, and goes off to West Egg to be Jay Gatsby, the millionaire with a dark secret. And then he drowns, or doesn't drown in his pool, he gets shot and he lands in his pool and then he wakes up on the beach in Inception. That's what I was going to, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. And my friends were like, stop it, (laughs) that's, it's enough. I love that. That's like to a lesser extent, you know, you know, you know my rule that there, there has never been a movie made that could not be improved by the inclusion of Batman. I'm Batman. I mean, that's true. Every movie, I mean, just imagine in this movie, just throw Batman in there. 
Batman, I mean, he would have been in his element fighting an evil clown oh, yeah. in a cave. Hey, Pennywise, this... I believe that if I, if I punch the hell out of you, you'll die. Pennywise, I'm not wearing a clown suit. Do you bleed? <laughs> Do you bleed? You will. <laughs> oh, God. Do no, you but, but you know he would have been, Bruce Wayne would have been having all these visions of his parents getting shot in that alley at least well, 20 yeah. times because yeah. Pennywise would have been terrorizing him with that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. If you mix movies, though, like, like if this was also in the Predator universe, I think Predator would go, why do I work so hard? <laughs> <laughs> this is, these guys are easy to kill. Yeah, and you you could have killed them all when they were yeah. young kids. Like yeah. it just it, at the same time though, I mean, it's a whole team of them. So you would think that they would be able to gang up on the clown faster than they do, but nah. yeah. And they, then they don't even do it in a very organized fashion. They take two pieces of silver, a slingshot, and they've got Eddie's inhaler. Yeah. They don't arm themselves with anything yeah. other than that. Yeah, there's that. not that That's one kid it. going, I believe if I use this shotgun, it'll kill you. Yes, because that was about, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to believe in that weapon to make yeah, it exactly. work. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and then Bev, my, my favorite character ever, goes back to her childhood home and I've got a thing. I think Pennywise messes with her harder than he messes with really anybody because she's the one who technically defeated him. Yeah, Yeah. I would say so. Also, well, they all had, a lot of them had pretty crappy parents, but she probably had the worst parent out of all of them. Yeah, because her dad was abusive and smacked her around and like basically treated her like she was a hussy well she grew up to be so in in the book in the remake obviously this can't dive into it as much the dad gets a little touchier oh does he yeah that's unfortunate thanks stephen king yeah well and you said on the previous episode it sort of filters through the parents and affects them too and makes them treat the children badly right yeah that's accurate Uh, because uh that's what we discussed with billy when Georgie's little photo winked at him and then it filled up with blood and his parents were mad at him. They're like, what are you doing in Georgie's room? Don't ever come in here again. It's like, it's my yeah. brother's bedroom. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah. It, and then, know. and then also in the, uh, in the remake when Georgie's being attacked by Pennywise in the sewer, an old woman goes out, sees it, and then she just turns around and goes back into her house without <laughs> saying a thing. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. She nope. just took Didn't a look and a said, thing. oh, well, thin the herd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little bastards. That'll teach you to ride your bike on my lawn. I was just thinking, <laughs> get off my lawn. The blood sink. Yep. Uh, You'll yeah. die if you try. The Mothman is down there. Oh, I wait. Know. Wrong yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, it's, it's don't do it. It's injured Cole. <laughs> but yeah, she goes in and checks out the bathroom because that's, you know, the most poignant memory she has, I suppose, of Pennywise is because when your sink fills up with uh, you know, gallons and gallons of yeah. blood. It's not really something that's going to leave your mind. Th- th- these people are are real, really committed to the idea of just winging it. I mean, they're they're just you know. I'm gonna go over here. It's gonna be. It's it, fighting Pennywise is a very organic process. For yeah, them. it's it's, <laughs> it's, very, it's. Let's just let's just do what comes natural. Come it on, sticks to the know? horror movie trope of why the hell are you alone? Don't right. go anywhere yeah. alone. But they all go somewhere alone. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. And, yeah. And particularly the dangerous let's places. Split up, gang. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's so yeah. Scooby Doo. Like that. That even happened when they were kids. It's a lesson that they did. Nice read, Velma. <laughs> <laughs> Pennywise is Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Would have gotten away with it too. Wasn't for you. Batman. <laughs> Batman. You're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is this is pretty hardcore how Pennywise because sometimes his his psychological terrorism is on point. Other times it's just sort of random, like, oh, here's a skeleton in the water. That's scary. Meanwhile, Beverly goes into her dad's old home, her childhood home, and Pennywise is the old woman that greets her, and she's like, Oh, 
no, your dad died years ago. And somehow Beverly, I, it struck me as odd because I hadn't watched this movie in so long. I was like, oh, so you just learned just now that your dad died five years ago? Like, what? Wouldn't uh. have, wouldn't that have reached you through the grapevine somehow, <laughs> even if you don't speak to him? I, I don't know. But yeah, the the old woman starts decaying right the, in front uh, of the, the worst mask. Ever. Well, I mean, I had masks as a kid. Give for me Halloween back the truth, tortoise. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looks like. Oh my god, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's so beep, that, beep. yeah. Oh, Pennywise, you are funny. I got to give you that. <laughs> I mean, you know, to be fair to the alien, he did commit himself to the clown part. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, he really, he really did. You that's, know? Yeah, it's commitment right there. Yeah, I, I love how the uh, the actor who played her father committed to being a decaying old woman. I yes. love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you almost have a final destination moment because Beverly gets chased out of her home by Pennywise as the rotting old lady, and then she almost gets smacked by a box truck in the middle of the street. And yeah. and balloon. Yeah. Oh, this is the most eighties outfit balloon. on the planet. And she's got the shoulder pads and the jacket with the. The Elaine Bennis skirt. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's one reason, one thing that separates this movie from movies that are made today, horror movies that are made today, because it's fairly consistent nowadays that when stuff like this happens to you in a horror movie today, mm-hmm. there's sort of an awareness. Uh, the characters go, okay, weird things are happening. This is re- like, they don't just can c- keep freaking out. Yeah. They go, okay, that was Pennywise. Let's figure out how to kill Pennywise. Yes, it's it's you very, pro- it's a problem-solving mentality. Yeah. As opposed to them running around and letting stuff happen to them. Did and we they, change the channel, by the way? Are we on a different show? Somehow we are. <laughs> uh, we're back with Billy's wife uh, because they're the, they work on a movie together. He's the writer and she's like the producer or something. Mm-hmm. And A horror writer husband, keep that in mind. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, he does write scary stories now, and he's a big movie writer, but their their director, or one of the executives on the movie, is like threatening to fire Bill. Yeah. Why does every guy in this have a ponytail? I don't know. Because don't it's 1990, know. and we, we still had that <clears throat> awesome ponytail wave <laughs> I think, going on. I think on. You, you either either had to have a ponytail or a mustache. You know, it was one or the other. Both yeah. was unacceptable. That's, yeah. Yeah, unacceptable. you couldn't do it. No, that was just going You could do far. a mullet What's that mustache. Mitch Hedge, yeah. That Mitch Hedberg yeah. joke? You have too many cranium accessories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, so we we go back to Bill's wife, who's who's got an accent that I just cannot place. I think I mentioned that on the last episode. She's from lots of different places. She's oh. a, she's from all over. I remember that actress. She was Juliet, the old Romeo and Juliet movie from the sixties. Oh my God, is that Olivia Hussey? That's Olivia Hussey. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. Oh wow, I did not recognize her, but you're totally right. That that definitely looks like her. I'd have to double check. Are you sure that's her? I'm ninety percent sure. Cool. Yeah, the Leonard Whiting version. I yeah. totally remember that. Oh, oh, yeah. That's great. With Basil Exposition as Tybalt, King of Cats. Yes. <laughs> Basil Exposition. It looks like someone hit it with an ugly stick. <laughs> but yeah. So naturally, the first thing you do, gang, when you're reuniting with old friends is go out to dinner. Especially if there's a murderous clown on the loose uh, who's mentally terrifying all of you. I just... I don't understand all this downtime they have with all of these activities. Well, because you got this dope-ass fortune cookie scene, and you have to have Oh, that. yeah. It kind of reminded awesome. me of Beetlejuice. When, oh, it's totally uh, When the shrimp turn into hands and grab them, on, grab them by the face. Yeah, I almost expected Beetlejuice to come out of the corner. It's showtime. Yeah, like Tim Curry appears in the oh. corner. Damn! <laughs> I want to see Beetlejuice and Tim Curry Pennywise team up together. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I think Beetlejuice would... Probably after a while, just get tired of 
Pennywise. Probably. <clears throat> like, is this it? This is all you do? You're like, look, <laughs> look, this is a little dark. <laughs> You're not actually getting rid of anything. Come on, Pennywise, let's go get laid. Wait, they you... actually kind of have similar voices if you think about <laughs> they it. They do, yeah. yeah. It's very gruff. Michael like... Keaton is Pennywise. I'd pay, I I'd, see, uh, I'd, I'd pay to see that. I can that. see both of these yeah. actors switching roles. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah no questions asked. Oh, it's kind of like yeah. on Lethal Weapon, how you're telling me uh, Harrison Ford and Bruce Willis were considered yeah. uh, for... No, no, no. Uh, for John Harrison Ford, Yeah, John for McClane. For which movie? Uh, for Die Hard. Uh, oh, yeah. Harrison yeah. Ford was considered, and so was Mel Gibson in lieu of Bruce Willis. Yeah, and, and Jason Arnold Schwarzenegger. Was like, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me either, but Jason was like, they should make them, they should have made all three of them. And I was like, yeah, it'd be like A Star is Born, but, you know, for dudes. So <laughs> I, I could totally see that swap with Buster, uh, Buster Keaton, uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Now I want to see that movie. <laughs> the silent movie version of it. Oh, silent Stephen King's It. <laughs> that was a Buster Keaton routine waiting to happen. Oh God! And such a oh, that was such an overdramatic faint. Beverly walks into the Chinese restaurant. And just oh, that's the one it. thing that's overdramatic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's one of the many things. How about that? What about Stanley's wife? <laughs> I mean, that was. It wasn't just drama for drama's sake. She, if your husband's dead in the bathtub, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a dramatic that's moment. Fair. But Beverly walks into the Chinese restaurant. And she's just overwhelmed. Oh, and just wilts down to the floor. And of course, all six boys go to catch her. <laughs> She's mine. Yeah, for real. Aren't you married? Doesn't yeah. matter. We're in dairy. I'm not that married. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm a dairy, little married. Stays in dairy. <laughs> Evidently so. And of course, like, you think that she's in love with Bill. Uh, because she always thought, uh, did we discuss this on the first episode where yeah. Ben was in love with Beverly when they were kids? Because he wrote and, the poem yeah. for her. And she was always checking out Bill on his bike. She thought it was Bill uh, who wrote the poem for her, and he yeah. wound up being the writer. So it it sort of makes sense. It makes sense um, that she would think that. Yeah. So she's still at this. Yeah. She just smooched Bill smack on the mouth. She didn't kiss any of the other guys that way. <laughs> That's the thing. It's just like okay, Beverly. Just you see the wedding ring on his on his finger. And right? Bill's the only Bill's the only one who's married, isn't he? Um. Yeah, Stanley was, but then he died. So yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah the, uh, Bill's the only one who's married. Stanley doesn't to, count anymore. To uh, Juliet from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, and then Eddie, uh, looking like Willem Dafoe, uh, <laughs> with that. Wheezy. Yeah, just wheezing in the corner with his little professor glasses. But yeah, they're all just chilling at the Chinese restaurant, and we, um, they're just talking. And oh my god, as soon as I cross the line, like they sort of get into why their memories suddenly become clear because yeah. for Eddie it was different like he's like as soon as I crossed the line and came back to town everything came rushing back to me whereas with Bill and Stanley it only took a phone call from Mike right and the same with Beverly uh, she had the clarifying moment I think with her boyfriend when he was about to Christian Grey her with like oh a whip or something yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she's into all sorts of weird stuff Todd but yeah, oh Todd. yeah, the boy. Everybody, every, there was every every douchebag's name is Todd. Todd back yeah. in the nineties, yeah. in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Does anyone know where we can get a proton pack? <laughs> Just don't. Cross I would the have streams. come. Why did not not a single one of them bought a gun on not the way one. there? Not one. Yeah, yeah. I would have come locked and loaded. Yeah. to Derry again, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda <laughs> Hamilton style. She even had the sunglasses to make that exactly, gun look yeah. good. Exactly. God, guys. God, you guys. Yeah, you guys had so much time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You've got thirty years to prepare. Thirty years. <laughs> well, not if they forgot. Well, so. they, well okay. yeah, that's you true. Still had yeah. like a week. 
Yeah. Yeah. Harry Anderson is the shaggy of this crew because he's the one who's like, Zoinks, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Why are we still here? It's just, he is so not down for this He mission. does have that great line, though. Breathing in that old dairy air. Yeah. <laughs> I know what we'll do. We'll use my American Express card to buy a plane ticket to leave. <laughs> <laughs> ah, take this, Pennywise. I'm going to Italy. Like, yeah. Where apparently you can't go, even though you're a space traveling demon. Yeah, I, you know. But Pennywise is stuck in dairy. Yeah, yeah they're rules. they're arbitrary as hell. But yeah, there are rules. Yeah. What is he like? Is he is he still on his probation period for whatever company he works for? We're gonna send you to this little town called Dairy. Uh, yeah, you know? he asked for too many favors from the yeah. Death DMV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like just yeah. like the Maitlands, and he's out of favor, so he's stuck in his. He's stuck. Where wouldn't he is. it have made more sense to go to like Brooklyn? You would think so. You know? <laughs> yeah. There are more sewers there. Why yeah. would it be a, a small town with a population of 100 people? Right, yeah. You know, it makes no sense. Well, or, it's or, like those detective stories you were telling me about, Jason, where you're like, it's always murders happening in a town right. of 15 yeah, people, yeah, yeah. and nobody can figure out who the killer is. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, who is it was somebody I read that once. They said if Miss Marple, Father Brown, Inspector Morse, and somebody else took a vacation in midsummer, uh, the streets would run red with blood. Because that's how it is in those shows. It's, yeah. You have all these people together. People are going to be dropping like flies. Yep. Exactly. Is this another montage of a montage. cheesy old song and they're happy? Yeah, because it's you got soul and everybody knows that <laughs> it's just, all right. I wish and they would like, cut. No, no, it's not all right. I wish <laughs> they would cut right to yeah, killer clown. I wish <laughs> they would cut to Pennywise though, sitting and just like tapping his foot, going, "Jesus Christ, guys, come on." <laughs> I mean, thirty years. You I came get here it, to fight me. You know, I'm right here. Yeah. Uh, hello. You guys are eating Chinese food and talking about riding bikes. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wasn't allergic to MSG. I love that little joke they have about marriage, So, How about you, Ben? You married yet? Nah, dodged a bullet a couple of times. <laughs> I like how Pennywise here is like, I'm going to remind you that I'm still a problem, so fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because like I said, it's, it's so stand by me, and it's just like old friends getting together and memories and stuff. But there, there are pressing matters, people. Get yeah, on it. Yeah, but the, right. yeah. the kids in Stand By Me didn't deal with an evil clown. So. Yeah, the body was already... Yeah, that's true. It yeah. was just a body. They just had <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland on their tail the whole time. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland. Have your people call our people. We want you to guest star on Lost Boys. It'll be great. That would be amazing. It that would, would be. That would be amazing. At least get Alex Winter. But, you know, I mean, yeah, as far as bad guys go, I mean, even the Lost Boys they were, were more proactive. Oh, yeah. You they know. didn't stop. Yeah. No. You know. They were there every night. They took some rough oh, hits they, along the way, but there they we made go. it happen. If he had gone to the town where Red Dawn happened, <laughs> that's the movie I want to see. <laughs> Wolverines! <laughs> yeah. I believe... Oh, you it. mean the bad guys in Lethal Weapon? <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Episode Ooh. idea? I don't know. And that kid grew up to be Martin Riggs. <laughs> Martin Riggs. <laughs> Which would explain a lot. It did. <laughs> Actually, it would. It still doesn't explain yeah. the hair. No, well, <laughs> I, I, his hair is better than half the hairs well, in that table. But maybe, maybe Riggs got his hair from uh, one of his suicide <laughs> attempts. He stuck his finger in an electrical yeah. socket. That's where it came from. Juniper Hills, the lovely correctional facility. And yes, because Henry Bowers is in a psychiat I, psychiatric facility. And after the clown was in the moon. Uh. <laughs> I absolutely hate this subplot, by the way, where Henry Bowers is old and... 
gets broken out of the psychiatric facility and goes after the kid. I don't know. It just it seems unnecessary. Yeah, to me. yeah it no, does. Yeah, because Pennywise suddenly takes a very passive approach to murdering the magnificent, not, ma- not magnificent seven, the lucky seven, <laughs> the the lucky seven, the loser club, the whatever loser you want to call them, whatever. the losery seven. Um, yeah. So Pennywise was killing kids directly. Like he ripped Georgie's arm off. He mm-hmm. murdered that little girl mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie. He's killing these these children himself. Look, it's not like he's putting these machinations Pennywise, into place. Pennywise has a supervisor. He's got numbers at the end of the month. He's got to justify <laughs> got all this crap. So he outsourced a bit of it. You know, contract work. It I happens. Suppose. Oh, here we are at the fortune cookie scene. This uh, this scene is actually pretty awesome. Some of the best uh, practical effects I've seen. I love all the monsters that come out of the fortune cookies. And I yeah. love that uh, Richie came all the way back to town from L.A. just to tell them that he's not going to participate (laughs) in this clown hunt. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, it's nothing to be ashamed of. No shit! (laughs) Why'd you come back then? It just doesn't make any sense. Yes, I'm well aware of it. There's nothing wrong with being scared of a homicidal alien demon clown. Yeah, I get that. I just came for the Chinese food, guys. Yeah, they don't have Chinese food in L.A., so yeah. he, he, he had a hankering for some Chinese food and dairy See, P- Pennywise should just go to L.A. I mean, if he was in Santa Monica, nobody would even notice. This is true. You know? That would That's be interesting. That would be yeah. interesting if Pennywise like, or, followed you wherever you went. Yeah, or whatever town John Wayne Gacy lived in. You know, the <laughs> real Pennywise. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, because Tim Curry said something to the effect of, like, I think I'm the reason why so many people are scared of clowns to this day. I'm like, I don't know. John Wayne Gacy did a pretty bitchin' yeah, job yeah, at yeah. that. Yeah, to be honest with I'd you. I'd say yeah, so. I, and didn't I, that predate this movie? So I'm pretty sure. Well, and John Wayne Gacy, have you ever heard the stories about the house that that he, you know, did his crimes in and, and the people who lived there afterwards? Um, I don't think so. There, There's a show. I don't know if it's still in the air. And to be fair, a lot of it is is you know hokum, but uh, sure. uh, a haunting. And they did an episode in the house, and it is crazy how haunted that house was. But I want to stop talking about that because we've got the, the amazing scene. practical the effect, awesome and they are they cookie. are really the baby chick. Oh, oh, that's terrible! Isn't that gross? It looks like yeah. one of the dinosaurs being born on Jurassic Park. Yeah. like it's oh, just yeah. calling it's David Lynch. I like David Lynch. I like how <laughs> Beverly opens hers <laughs> first, blood pops out, and they all continue to yeah. open <laughs> their fortune yeah. cookies. Yeah, that is. Some, <laughs> some of them are moving on their own, and one's I mean, got a cockroach, one's got an eyeball in it. The yeah. other has a spider. Um, uh, like a Something cockroach came out of claw, it, and then one had thingy. claws. It almost looked like a hermit crab yeah. <laughs> of yeah. sorts. Yeah, and then Bills. Oh, oh Bills has the spider. This one has That's the spider leg coming out. Ooh. Yeah. Can we get and, some more fortune cookies though? Because these are bad. <laughs> and I you really can take did these. actually want a fortune cookie. Yeah, there's no fortune in this cookie. It, it, did Pennywise tamper off. with your cookies again? Well, and the waitress comes in. How and you like, like our f- special cookies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this happens once a week. No biggie. Yeah. What What problem? What problem? Like she oh, runs the, in. Oh, the Yelp review is going to be scathing. <laughs> oh, this is 1990. The internet <laughs> doesn't exist hooting. yet. <laughs> so the newspaper review. <laughs> the Uris residence. Is this the library? Yeah, it's the library. Yeah, they're back at the library, and uh, Harry's showing them, I guess. Or not Harry, Richie's showing them where... Uh, the all the balloons popped earlier, I guess, from when Ooh, okay. he was there. Yeah, because there's just blood all over the place, there's and then paint everywhere. And, Dramatic music. And then Beverly has a flashback to the very bloody sink bathroom scene. Yeah, and the the blood just won't scrape off. I like how I, I think when she cleans the blood, more just yeah, she, out. She, yeah, you probably shouldn't be using the uh, sponge that was coated in blood. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, so it just, they're convening at the library now. It's, it doesn't matter where they go. The Pennywise can haunt them pretty much anywhere. It's, don't. Oh, no, Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go there. Ha, I've got you, Pennywise. I mean, oh, that was a sad moment, though. Sorry to interrupt. No, you, Jason. no, no. Richie, ahead. they're they're ragging on Stanley because they don't know why he's he hasn't joined them in Derry. Oh. And Richie goes, "Oh, he's a dead man. We all managed to show up, not realizing <laughs> he had literally killed himself about yeah, an hour before." Yeah. Oh yeah. They're well. This is when they see his head in the fridge. Yeah, because uh, they're calling him right now to basically give him guff about, "Hey, we're all here. Where the hell are you?" Yeah, and, wuss. Oh, oh, he. Oh, Stanley's dead, guys. And then it's just, that was actually a pretty powerful scene, though, with his head in the fridge because he's just guilt tripping the I, hell out of them. I think Harry Anderson's might be ad-libbing this scene. Yeah, I, I heard that he ad-libbed a lot of his Yeah, it, it feels like it. Well, he was a stand-up. He was a close-up magician. Um, yeah, he had that improv under his belt for sure. Lived in Asheville. Which anybody who chooses to retire and move to Asheville this is, is, is this is where Richie cool. feels like a Richie feels like a complete dick. Yeah, Stan yeah. is dead. He's like, oh, I take back all those jokes I just ad libbed. Oh. <laughs> Wait, Stan, not Kenny. Oh, <laughs> he cut his wrist, and for some reason, it didn't bleed very much, but he still died. See, Mike's the one who I think is he had the good most... handwriting, though. Yeah, great handwriting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He but he left off the exclamation no point. No punctuation. Though, so, Was he though? You know. Half-assed it, even didn't even end. emphasize that it was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this makes my ponytail hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the source of all of Bill's power. Yeah. He cuts his hair. He's weak. I believe my ponytail will defeat you. <laughs> Just whip him. Mustache in the face with it. power. <laughs> why didn't they dig into that more? If you believe, if you believe anything that that can be a weapon, why didn't they dig into that way more? Yeah. Who knows? Like this feather is acidic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or stick to the, you know, plain weapons like you guys were saying, because I don't have to believe a bullet is going to tear this guy in half. No, it's yeah. just going to. I believe <laughs> that this hand grenade will explode you. Well, in, <laughs> this is what I don't necessarily, uh, one of the many things I don't understand about this movie is uh, the bike. Like, why, it, there must be more to it in the move in the book, sorry. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, that yeah. book saved Stan, or that book, uh, the bicycle saved Stanley's life that day. Because uh, Stanley is the only one who didn't... He saw Pennywise much later than the rest of the team, right? He was the last one of the kids to actually see him. Yeah, he was the last one to believe in Pennywise. Okay, yeah. But I think oh. I think Bill believes that this bike has, like, crazy fast <laughs> speed powers. Hey, if you believe it, it's true. Yeah. Apparently yeah. those are the rules of the game. It can get him away from anything. I, so. I just realized, because we have the subtitles on here, mm-hmm. just imagine, um, and you at home can do this, just put the movie on and, and turn the subtitles on, just uh, turn the sound off and imagine that all of the subtitles are being sung by John Mel- uh, Mellencamp. <laughs> and it totally, yeah, no, it totally works. Clown. Yeah, it absolutely works. God, eerie <clears throat> <Here in> music. <laughs> <laughs> he, said he said he didn't mean, mean to go, go into, into that house. <laughs> the voice, this voice kept, kept whispering, whispering to him. To him. God. <laughs> Oh my god, we should do a musical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's the play we should do. Yes, yeah, it's it, it, it'll write yeah. itself. Yes, yes. that needs yes. to be a thing. But okay, so I've got a question for each of you. Um there's I think I mentioned it previously, but there's a meme floating around on the internet where it shows Oh, this is how it lured me into the sewer. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mentioned that he would probably get me if he was like, "Hey, Darth, 
Dragon Con is still going on down here. I'd be like, <laughs> all right, let's go. So that's how I would get lured into the sewer. What could Pennywise tempt you guys with to get you to crawl into a dank, dark sewer? Hiya, Adam. <laughs> There's no student debt or credit card <laughs> yeah. loans. Or, yeah. And it, yeah. There's a bunch of debt-free fun down here. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a young Adam thing. That's such. That's a very grown-up <laughs> grown request. Social commentary. <laughs> All right, Jason, how about you? Um, hey, you know that uh, David Lynch cut of Dune that oh, never Jesus. got released? We got it down here. How did you I know? You can watch it. How did I know? <laughs> it's not pure garbage. Ugh. Yeah, because we discussed uh, what either, we would either see. that or boobs. <laughs> you can't get those without crawling into a sewer. How desperate are no, you? No, I'm man? just saying. I mean, if he's like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that sad clown movie that Jerry Lewis made oh, that yeah. never got released. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, oh, it goes with clowns. So yeah, it does. True. It's in keeping. Uh, and we we discussed too, like what we would see a in... satisfying ending to Twin Peaks <laughs> <laughs> or Game of Thrones, either or. Ooh. Uh, oh. Shots fired, but. Yeah. Yeah, so because we did talk about what we would see in the deadlights, and my answer has changed in less than a week. Oh, wow. Something traumatic happened to me last week, and it actually goes back to our production of Much Ado About Nothing. I had a stage nightmare, which Ooh. both of you are also actors, so I know you're familiar with that concept. Of, but with me, stage nightmares typically happen leading up to and immediately yeah. after a show. Yep. I didn't really have that many. I only had one or two before the show, mm -hmm. but then last week... I had the worst stage nightmare that Jason, our director of Much Ado, uh, added another showing, and he changed the play to a Rocky Horror musical-style show. I love so, that. First of all, he tells everybody in the cast about it except for me. So I, I've got a song that I've got to know and lines that I don't know, and... I show up and my costume is like this pirate skirt and then a see-through top. It's very Rocky Horror Picture Show. And right. I was like, aren't my parents coming to this? I don't want to wear this in front of them. <laughs> and so it, we're leading up to that and nobody told me when the show was, so I missed the first act, which you can't even do without Beatrice. So no. that was the disaster. Oh, God. Then we had changed the scene with Hero in the church to her being disgraced at a dinner table instead, which was fine. But then I was expected to sing a solo song about her, about her dismay and everything that was happening to her. And everyone in the cast was kind of urging me, like, "Go sing, Darth! Like, it's your, it's your cue." And I was just like, "I don't know the words," so I started making them up. And then my phone alarm starts going off, and I'm trying to turn it off, and everything's going wrong. And then Adam I hate, Brown's, I hate dreams like this. No, it was, oh, it was a train wreck. Adam Brown's phone rings, and he goes. Oh my God, Jade is absolutely bombing. She's horrible at this. She's <laughs> ruining the show. And then you, Jason, storm onto the show on uh, the stage with a full Elizabethan costume with a big white collar. And you're like, I know, I can see it from here. I'm taking over as Beatrice. And I was trying to lighten the moment. And I that's said, That's weird. I would, because in reality, I would dress like a Victorian. So that, <laughs> that's how you knew it was a dream. But yeah. I, was, I was trying to lighten the moment. I go, Won't you look silly in the see through top? And you were like, This isn't a time for jokes, Darth. And you can't. <laughs> it was horrifying. That's a terrible dream. Oh my yes. god! So I have officially changed my answer. That is what I would see if I were to look into the deadlights. Okay. So what is would the, it? Would the, you? Would you turn into Billy Idol? Oh <laughs> yeah, I would. Nice day yeah. to no kill some kids. Yeah. So what happens when you? Okay, because okay, the deadlights. Explain them to me again. Uh, isn't that? I think Adam actually explained it to us last time. It's just. Yeah. It's all of. It's. 
your fear worst... at its utmost. Yeah, oh, all your okay. fear is hitting you as in like a wave at once, and it's just completely overwhelming you to the point where you're just frozen in fear. Almost hmm. like um, Dementors, where it just right. leaves you completely powerless, and uh, it just shows you your very worst fears in all of time and space. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's okay. All right. So that's what got Stanley actually, because he was like Adam was saying, he was the last one to see Pennywise and, and believe in him. He sees his ghost, and he see. Yeah, he just. <laughs> what is it that he? What form did Pennywise take when he scared Stanley as a kid? He's coming down the stairs, and he's oh, just, he's uh, he's like a mummy, but he's still yeah. got some of his clown outfit. So it's, it's like yeah. a clown mummy. Well, it's very fifties in that sense. Yeah, that, I yeah. mean that's when they were kids. That's right? when they were watching it, old monster movies. So yeah. it, makes, it makes complete sense. So that's why Richie's scared of the werewolf, and Stanley's afraid of the mummy. And, and then yeah. he believes that holding the bird book in front of him and saying the bird names will scare Pennywise away. I guess it's like his Patronus. He's like yeah. putting some happiness out <laughs> yeah, there. Like, yeah. expecto Cardinal Blue Jays. <laughs> like, Vulture, Raven. Well, I mean, look, let, let's be honest. I mean, watching this, I think it's like most Stephen King books. He, about a third of the way through, he kind of forgot what he was writing. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> and, they, and, and just... That's yeah. what that whole bit on Family Guy is, where oh, he's, yeah. he's pitching a new book idea to his publicist, and the publicist is like, all right, Stephen, what do you got for me? And he says, oh, it's a haunted lamp. Ooh! And he's like, dude, are you even trying anymore? <laughs> it's, just, it's such a mess. Yeah, Stephen King has openly admitted that he has no idea how to end a story. Yeah. Well, and, you, and you'll a, see that later yeah. on. <laughs> well, I mean, my my favorite author, Neil Stevenson. I mean, that that's his big problem, and he and he admits it too. He doesn't know. He writes great books, terrible endings. Bummer. Yeah. Belch, the return of Belch coming out from under the bed. Yeah, because now really uh, bloody Henry, nose. Yeah, Henry Bowers <clears throat> is being haunted as well in his psychiatric hospital, and I guess he's uh, his friend who got sucked into the pipe by Pennywise is urging him to. Avenge's death yeah, that's, by killing the Lucky yeah. Seven. To me, that's one Im, uh, improvement that the remake, the 2017 version made. Spoiler, Henry Bowers dies, so we don't have to watch him as an adult oh, okay. and watch this yeah. whole oh, stupid... Really? Yeah. yeah, I hate this extra storyline. Well, which is funny that they added that in because apparently the original cut was so much longer. Yeah. And they cut a bunch of stuff that would have made the story make more sense as opposed to messing around with this Henry Bowers sideline. Well, it uh, just, Again, it's a TV movie, and so you got to think there were a lot of people putting their two cents in about what gets cut. I mean, oh, yeah, they cut so much. Yeah, we're gonna cut this, we're gonna add this, and it's a miracle that it worked out as well as it did. And it's got to fit into this time slot, and just so, yeah. It, it's kind of what we discussed with Gilmore Girls and Mrs. Maisel. Like Mrs. Maisel is what Gilmore Girls could have been without all the the backlash from producers and executives and all the crap that a network puts a show through. Uh, it, I think this movie had right. the, well, and that's why they remade yeah. it. I haven't seen the remake because I'm not really into scary movies. I mean, that's but, really good. That's why I've Joe's, heard that. Yeah, that's why Joe Straczynski left uh, the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon. You know, because it was too much studio influence. Oh, I was not aware of that. Oh yeah, yeah that makes sense time. though. Yeah, they were very pro Slimer. He was anti Slimer. It was a whole thing. Oh, and oh, is that why Slimer was a character in the cartoon? Mm-hmm. Uh, I always hated yep. that. I hated yep. that. So did Straczynski. He, he, uh, <laughs> his favorite episodes were the ones he wrote where he tortured uh, Slimer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he told me that. Which is sad because Slimer was supposed to be sort of symbolic of John Belushi. Yeah. He was, yeah. He yeah. Was the in, the animal... mo- in the movie, in the cartoon. Yeah, okay. It ended up I, being, he was more the, yeah, <clears throat> just poking holes in That was a great... We, we got to do that show. I mean, that was a cartoon I watched as a kid. That was the first time I ever found out who Cthulhu was. Oh, yeah. The real Ghostbusters, <laughs> you know? That's great. 
Well, and oh, okay. So we see Henry Bowers, his uh, psychiatric nurse, is a complete bully who's threatening him, and he's like, "Your head's gonna be bouncing off the floor, Henry!" and just screaming yeah. at him. But then Pennywise appears to protect Henry from the nurse and appears as a clown that turns into a Rottweiler and he's attacks a, the nurse. Yeah, he's a werewolf clown. No, not a werewolf, a Rottweiler. He's a Rottweiler. Yeah, he's, it's a dog. Basically what they did was they took Tim Curry's clown costume yeah. and just <laughs> they shoved, shoved the, the dog's dog head <laughs> through it. and <laughs> Jump out of it, yeah. Rover. The, the, the poor dog had no idea what was going on. No idea. Just, he no. was pissed. That's why he was barking. And yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder what his stage name is. I'm going to fire my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was represented by the same person like Burbank the cat and yeah. Cleo the cat from The yeah. Mummy. Who knows? But yeah, so, okay, we're at a, yet another location. All the Lucky Seven has joined up at uh, a hotel, which, once again, we're just sort of sitting around. It looks like they're finally doing some research, looking into the origin of Pennywise, maybe. Guys, we got a clown to kill. Oh, right. <laughs> we all came back for a reason. Is there a gun store in Derry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking not. Again, perfect opportunity for Pennywise to just pop into the hotel room. Yeah, because yeah, he can yeah. go anywhere. He can go that's... anywhere he wants at any time, and he shows up when they're ready to kill him. Yeah, yeah and that's what yeah. I... That's, I still don't understand that bit about him even using Henry, because Henry's just... <laughs> he's just a little cog in the machine. It's like, you could kill them easily enough on your own. Wait what? a minute. Are you implying that Stephen King might not be a great writer? <laughs> is that, is that, How dare you, is sir? Is that possible that oh, there are there like problems with his books? I'm not a big Stephen King fan. He's a god. Really? Yeah. I like Stephen King. I think he's got a lot. He's great at coming up with cool concepts. Yes. He just cannot always yeah. execute them. Yeah. It's hit or miss with Stephen yeah. King. I, I think Stephen King, yeah, I, I agree completely as far as conceptually goes. Right. I mean, it would be so cool to sit up at night and have some beers and just like come up with scary shit. Yeah, with Stephen King. Oh, it would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. It would be the best. But isn't that true? You know, I've heard that about Stephen King. That that, and this might be completely just made up. But I heard that the reason he writes is because he is like he'll get scared of something. I I thought I heard that he dreams all of his concepts. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. that's okay. what I thought yeah. I heard. I so didn't know stuff that. he's scared of that pops up in his brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's like he writes it to to make it. It's not scary anymore if I write it out. And yeah, it's therapy for him. Yeah. And he, I always liked how Stephen King. Something I really respect about the man is he treats writing like it's a day job. Mm. He wakes up, starts writing at nine a.m. He takes a one hour lunch break, stops writing at five p.m. I love that. That's yeah, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Well, because if you don't treat it like an actual job, I mean, it's it's tough for people to manage their own time largely because you're used to a nine to five job structure where somebody's telling you to do something it's right. hard to make yourself do that kind of work agreed it, it takes a lot of willpower and concentration but, but yeah no something that always um back to the fact that pennywise could literally pop up anywhere I, when i was a kid <laughs> and i watched this movie i always had nightmares that pennywise I would open my eyes and Pennywise Pennywise would be standing over me in my bed. Oh, yeah. And I thought, yeah. wow, he could actually do that in the movie, and he never does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that would yeah. be the perfect time. Or, like, Pennywise could cut the brakes in their car. Yeah. You know? Ha, ha, I've, you know, <laughs> you know, I put a car bomb in your car. Ha, 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 I'm evil. Oh, see, that's more uh, of a Mothman way to go about things. Yeah, that's it, true. Yeah. yeah. 
or Final Destination. I kind of want to watch Mothman Prophecies again now. <laughs> after after that. watching this, I need to watch this. I've never heard of this. It's it, it's, it's a, a Richard Gere movie. It, it, oh yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. a movie that I will not say it's good or bad because it's one of those movies that if somebody goes and watches it and they come back and they say, "Hey, I really liked it," I go, "Cool, let's talk." Yeah. And if it, they come back and they say that movie sucked, I hated it, I'd probably go, "Cool, let's talk." Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally understand. It could go one or yeah. yeah it could really go one yeah. or the other. To, and uh, but I can see both arguments. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, absolutely. I can't yeah. But yeah, it so a lot of this movie is so much sitting around and it didn't feel like that when I was yes. a kid. Yeah. No. It, yeah. Because it's we got, all remember the clown. Yeah, it, it part two is a lot like the old Burt I. Gordon horror movies. Burt okay. Burt I. Gordon and uh you know, he made movies around you know the 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 Corman he was before Corman's Corman. college. Yeah, and, and he didn't go as long as Corman, but like in Burt I. Gordon horror movies it's always you're going to see the characters walking and and discussing what's going on because right. the script wasn't that full and mm-hmm. they would just well let's just have the characters walk through this valley and talk about the monster you know yeah and and, and <clears throat> you know i i think in fairness we talk about people taking books that are a thousand pages and condensing them into a 90 minute or a 2 hour movie sure but the truth is, I think you could probably take it and condense it into yeah. something shorter. And you, you didn't e- even really need the deadlights. Ex- no. You didn't really need a, a lot of what is happening in this movie. You could have shortened it. You could have very taken easily. Out, there's, there's. I've read. I haven't read the entire book, but I, I got about three to four hundred pages in, and there are literally pages and pages of just going through the history of Derry as a town, just like who used to work there, and right? Yeah, how it started, like stuff I really didn't care about. Well, you make choices. That's uh, if you've ever seen the movie Wonder Boys. Um, what's her name? Who is married to uh, Tom Cruise? Katie Holmes. She's in that movie with Michael Douglas and. Michael Douglas is her writing professor at her college, and she goes, Grady, you know how you say that writing is about making choices? Well, you get into the genealogies of everybody's horses in this book, yeah, and like the yeah. backstory of literally everything, and it just reads like you didn't make any choices. Right. And yeah. that, this story yeah. makes, this movie makes me think about that. Well, I mean, when I was in film school, I had this. Uh, Ooh, the, this, Beverly's getting a shoulder rub down from John Ritter. Yeah, over which, there. by the way, what just happened? Uh-huh. What, what just happened to her with uh, looking into the deadlights and all that? Oh, oh so she, Bill's wife. Oh, Bill's wife. Went follows to the gas him. Station. Yeah, she follows him to Dare. Yeah, because he just suddenly leaves and doesn't explain why he's leaving. Like, yeah, no. yeah. So yeah, which she would make him. any wife very suspicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mildly concerned, kiss about this. No, it's uh, okay, honey. I'm here because of a murderous space clown. Not because and I'm Beverly. sleeping with my childhood <laughs> friend. Yeah. Um. So, oh my god, it's so obvious how much Ben is in love with Beverly. It's kind of cute, but still. Um. Anyway, yeah. So Olivia Hussey, the the wife, she drives to Derry and the gas station attendant, where she pulls over for directions or something. Yeah, he turn he morphs into Pennywise because that's that's the motive is you know suddenly messing with this yeah. new person as opposed to destroying these these kids who well, have come back. Well, did he kill her? Did he? What did he do? Um, he showed her the deadlights. Yeah. yeah. So she goes insane actually. But okay. that that's her fault because if a seemingly normal person starts asking you if you want a balloon, you just drive yeah, the drive hell away. away. Yeah. Drive yeah. the hell yeah. out of there. Yeah. The hell out of there. Run but, fast and run hard. What what I was going to say though is, is in film school I had this crusty old uh, teacher who was like Anthony <laughs> Bourdain, only awesome. much fouler. Oh, I mean, this guy, you know, his lectures, half of every lecture was the word fuck. I love it. Um, and his whole thing was when you would suggest something to him in a movie, we're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And he would go, what's the fucking motivation? 
<laughs> and, and if you couldn't justify it, it was like, well, I want to do this cool camera angle. Why? Why, Why is it motivated? Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. No, you're not doing it. And I think that's sort of the, you know, when you look at like, you know, really, really good directors, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at, um, you know, Scorsese or, or Spielberg or things like that, there's very little in, in their movies that's just, well, Spielberg nowadays, I don't know, that's a little different, but, <laughs> um, but it's like, there's very little that's there where you go, why is this here? What, yeah. What, what, what is the point of Everything this? has meaning. Yeah. 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 Because you've only got so much time. Now, the flip side to that is, on TV, you it's not like with a movie where you've got a range of running times. Right. You know, ah, it could be two hours. Maybe it could be a little less, a little more. This is a TV movie. you got two episodes. you got to fit it into a specific time yeah, slot. So yeah, so what, yeah. what is that? Uh, 180 minutes. you got to give me 180 minutes of movie. Right. You know? So Three hours. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be different. And so... You know, I can see that, but it is it it does get a little weird some of the things that they add in where you're just like, oh, okay. It's almost got that feel that Caddyshack did where it's like, okay, this is all strung together yeah. by the through line yeah. of the clown. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got it. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, yeah. the the, uh, the director Tommy Lee Wallace has said multiple times that he thinks the second part of this miniseries is way weaker. Oh, yeah. And almost everybody who watches this agrees. Yeah. Well, and also back then the idea of a of a TV movie, there was really no concept that people were going to go back and watch it again. No. Yeah, because back yeah. in 1990, I mean, yeah, you just it, oh, I yeah. caught it. Yeah, it, I caught get it on them, TV. It was cool. Exactly. Get them there. Get them there the whole time. They watch all the t- all, all the commercials. And then it we goes made away. our money. Yep, there yeah, there we go. We're Ratings, yeah, and they ratings they and might it. they might rerun it once or twice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, this weird moment that we just passed, guys. Beverly is so weird because they're sitting in the uh, like living room of this hotel, and John Ritter is sitting behind her on a couch, rubbing her shoulders. But then, like, he starts petting her face, and she's rubbing her face against his hands like Ugh. a dog. It's just. It's so so, so weird. Yeah, I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. The, the one smart maneuver they do after that, though, is um, Beverly's like, oh, I'm chilly. And so three men, because it's a three-men job, go up to get a coat for her. Yeah, yeah. But the, it is a smart maneuver because they go together. Three, three men, men and a suede vest. Three men in a suede vest. Yeah. What? Yes, John Ritter has a uh, suede vest. Oh, he vest does. Yeah, oh, so that is a suede vest. Count, that counts as another man. Is it man. suede or is it leather? Coming it, soon it, to ABC, three <laughs> men in a suede <laughs> vest. Starring the suede vest from TV's It. Oh, God. <laughs> and John Ritter's beard. Yeah, and it, the whole thing, yeah. they're like, okay, let's go to our rooms, get our coats, leave the doors open. And, you know, that's a good idea, but then... Why are we getting our coats? It's not really that cold. <laughs> well, Beverly maybe was cold, Maybe if we just but... closed yeah. the windows, you know. <laughs> maybe that would help, but then you find... Oh, Henry oh, yeah. Bowers! Henry Bowers stabs Henry Mike. Bowers attack! This is a very um, soap opera-y moment That right sounded here. like Henry Bowers. <laughs> it's very, yeah. <laughs> Henry? Am I hearing a struggle in the room next door to oh. me? <laughs> oh, and he used the N-word. Now I don't like you. Yeah. You know? Now you're officially Mur- a villain. Murder is one thing, sir. <laughs> but racism... But that is uncalled for. Inexcusable. But yeah, poor Mike gets stabbed in the in the chest. That's all Henry Bowers does, and then he dies. Yeah. What was the point of this? Yeah. Oh, it good, did... you found it. <laughs> Kiss me, a fat boy. <laughs> oh yeah, this is so this is messed one of... up. The thing is, part two is way weaker, but it has my favorite Pennywise moments Which, for sure. I, so the library was one of the them. The library right? scene. 
the uh, the Ben balloon in the taxi, the kiss mm-hmm. me fat mm-hmm. boy, mm-hmm. the fortune cookie scene. Like a lot of my favorite e- scenes are in part two. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a clown in this movie. I oh, forgot yeah. because it's been so long since we've seen him. Well, because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's underground. He's yeah. underground right now with the yeah. gopher from Caddyshack. We yeah. were too busy watching montages. Yeah, yeah. he's, ta- he's taking a PTO day. Yeah. <laughs> he only pops up when Bill Murray chases him out of the sewer. <laughs> Dude, that's what this movie needs. Bill, Bill Murray, Murray, hell yeah. No, not Bill Murray. It, they need Carl specifically. Not Bill <laughs> yeah. Murray. They need Carl, Carl from Caddyshack. Carl, okay, yeah. so you see there's this uh, clown, okay. The and, clown uh, appeared clown. like the, the Dalai Lama. Was it a clown? And okay. he never tipped me. <laughs> it's okay, you got a clown problem, okay? That's an easy problem to fix. I have to think like the clown. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, that, oh, yeah, that is a great moment because John Ritter. And then she's out got the Beverly pants. Guy. I love that they inflate like a balloon house or like a, a bounce house because uh, <laughs> at, at first they're just like regular yellow pants, but then the air starts filling them up with. You know what? <laughs> I, yeah, you know what I would do if Pennywise tried that shit with me? I just plant one on him. <laughs> Because then he'd be all like, whoa, dude, I didn't know. I, you were supposed to get freaked out, man. <laughs> this is not in my writer. I'm <laughs> <a> clown. <laughs> yes, you get to you kiss. like balloon animals? You get to kiss a fellow actor, and John Ritter thinks that they're talking about Beverly. Oh, no, we oh. met Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Woo. That's a huge upgrade in my book. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, if you, if I would have that. That would be my Twitter bio. You know, the guy who kissed Tim Curry. Tombstone moment. <laughs> yeah, tombstone, yeah. yeah. Hashtag tombstone. Yeah, moment. I died, but I did kiss Tim Curry. Yep. I mean, that's how I want to go. Yeah, exactly. Because well, Mike gets stabbed in the chest and doesn't die. Meanwhile, Henry Bowers well, gets stabbed in the chest and does die. Mike's a protagonist, which means you right. live. Yeah, yeah. And Henry is an antagonist, which means he dies. We, I don't think we've had that discussion with this Adam. I know we did with the other with protagonists versus antagonists. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is 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 Henry the antagonist because he doesn't change anything? You're right. Because he goes to attack uh, Mike, which he was supposed to kill him, but he doesn't succeed. So he's not technically an antagonist. Well, I guess that's really the question is who has changed in this story, you know? Not anyone technically because as soon as they leave the town again. There's no character arc for anybody. No, there's not. They all just forget it all all over again. It's like restarting. It's like hitting the reset button. Yeah. They accomplish something. Mike is the only one, I guess, who's. Oh, the West Wing. (laughs) Oh, the different West Wing. Sorry. Oops. But yeah, the only ones crossover who really changed <laughs> are uh, Mr. President, Ben, and Beverly wind up together. Uh, they're the only ones who don't forget each other. Wait, is that a hospital or a hotel? Both. Okay, <laughs> it's it's both. I'm pretty sure they filmed this at a motel. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then I wouldn't well, be alone eat, with Beverly again yeah. after that. I'd be so freaked out after she transformed into Pennywise that. But now Ben is just sitting there with her and Beverly, I need to check your suitcase for the poofy pants. (laughs) And a little air pump to inflate the pants. (laughs) Hold me. My vest will comfort you. (laughs) It's insulated. (laughs) Let me stroke your suede vest. I have a suede vest, a beard, and cowboy boots, but I'm kissing a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I can't quit you. But yeah, so he, uh, he's alone with Beverly, and it just does not occur to him until a minute or so into hanging on to her, and she's just, like, crying in his ear that... It's uh, a John Mellencamp song. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the credits. You're not blind you're anymore, not blind Bev. You're not blind anymore, Bev. <laughs> Congratulations. That's, <laughs> that's a miracle. <laughs> I'm going to call Ben Folds and say, just, Ben, just watch this and just make it a movie, or make Seriously. it a song, you know? <laughs> uh. All these bits that we come up with. Which, by the way, uh, Ben Folds saw him on Friday. Yes, I saw that. I was and, that. And I can confirm um, 
Ben Folds is like the nicest guy in the world. Oh, that's had, good. Yeah, we were we were eight feet away from the piano bench. We Ooh, had the best seats in the whole really goddamn cool. that's house. That's awesome. Yeah, and he is like just. He Your hung hair out. is winter fire. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> January embers. <laughs> or is it the clown? It's me. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> All the lines, yeah, they can be a John We should, we should if, if any of us had any musical talent whatsoever, we hey. should just take crap. Do you have musical talent? I'm a, I sing, yes. No, well, I'm, I'm a singer. Instruments. Oh, okay. Instruments. Oh, I, play, I played cello in high school. Uh, okay, let's work with that. We can work. I, it could be hey, something cool. awesome. I, I wish I played cello in high school. Yeah, I wish I'd learned piano many, many years ago. That would have been cool. We could just be a band that just takes crappy old horror movies and yeah. just turns them into, just turns them into songs. I'm you down know? for that. That would be a YouTube sensation. Yeah. You know? We do have... It'd be very... Um, what's his face? That Bo Burnham. Yeah, and yeah. Like with his songs that he just makes up about the East. I think it was like the Easter Bunny's funeral or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Where I don't know. It's so random, but that would, that'd be a beautiful side project for us. <clears throat> hey, we could do it under the guise of awkward love scene productions. Yeah, we got all sorts of projects coming yeah, down the yeah. pike, guys. A um, commentary. Oh, you got your press movie. card, by the way. Um, you I do. To me, you have a press card, so we are going. We are. I confirmed go- this. No, I found it when yeah. I was moving. I found my press badge, and I was actually speaking to Allison the other day. I took her to Variant. Her husband has actually delivered pizzas to the hotel party. It's a real thing. This is so happening. Yeah. So, wait, tell this Adam. This Adam doesn't, doesn't know about know. it. Okay, so know. one of the things I that we discussed, uh, I think it was when we were promoting Much Ado, is there is a monthly swingers party that happens in a hotel wow. in Alpharetta. And the boys and I were discussing the fact that since I've got a press badge, we've got to find a way to infiltrate <laughs> and just like figure out who all is going to these parties. Yeah. Because it's just, I bet I'm willing to bet I would. I know a lot. You know, of them. you know for a fact you would go there. You would see at least one person. You oh know. Yeah, yeah, you want to see who the you yeah. know is going to be at this party. But uh, yeah, Allison was like, she pointed it out very wisely that a press badge is never going to get into this party ever. She's like, you guys have to be more covert than no, that. No, you have to pull the press badge out when they catch you. Yeah, and yeah, they'd be like, and it's, it's legit. Well, yeah, you that's your defense to, mechanism. You actually have to wear a fedora with a piece of paper that says press yeah, in the yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a hot scoop on this hall and, and I got to put it on the double. Yeah. And then run out to the hall where there's a payphone. <laughs> I, got a hot, I got a hot cookie. I got a hot cookie. <laughs> I got a hot tip. But I suddenly sound like Pennywise when I'm a journalist. I got a hot tip. <laughs> I, I talked like that when I worked for the newspaper. Oh, yeah. I got a hot story for the magazine. But yeah, it... So you're gonna blow your top when you hear this headline, folks. <laughs> yeah, this so is front page stuff, Sonny. Ever <laughs> since we heard about this, it's been Jason and my mission to bust up this party. We're upset. Well, I, know, <laughs> I don't want to bust it up. I just want to document it. Okay, fair I just enough. want to document it and, so and we, put it yeah, all over Instagram. We've assembled you know? a press team. Uh, you and Adam and I are gonna go as editor, <laughs> journalist, gonna... and photographer. <laughs> I think. We're gonna have like the A team show up. You know, <laughs> I ain't going to no sex party. B.A. <laughs> Face would be all about it. Oh, like, really? oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his thing. Yeah. I swing, you swing, we <laughs> yeah. swing. <laughs> You're going to need a Speedo and a Victorian mask. I'm hitting the fool. <laughs> oh, God. B.A. Seriously, though. So anyway, it. Oh, the, oh, right. There's a movie we were talking about. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we find out that Mike isn't going to die, which is great, in the hospital hotel. Yeah. And uh, Turns oh, and out he's got two lungs. Well, yo. Even though Mike <laughs> killed Stan. 
Well, and I love their exit strategy for that. So uh, Henry gets killed, and they're basically in a group with the dead bodies sitting in their hotel room, and they're like, I just want to charge this to my car and get the hell out of here before they realize there's a dead person in my yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just leave to get... They just peace out. It would have been so convenient if one of the uh, the, the, the kids had gone off and become like an FBI agent. And that- we're in the FBI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, instead of Bev, it's Clarice, you know. Hello, Hello Clarice. Because she wouldn't... Even, it, it wouldn't even have phased her, you know. What is that, an amateur hour? Come on. So <laughs> spider and a cookie? How about a bottle of Chianti yeah. and a nice can of fava beans? Dude, the last guy I know, <laughs> he ate a guy's brain while he was still alive. So come on. I mean, you what weak-ass sauce is this that you guys drag me into? God, that creeped the shit out of me. Or Danny Glover. <clears throat> I'm too old for this shit. Oh, Danny Glover would have just shot him. Yes. That would have been 10 seconds of that. Martin Riggs <laughs> would have put yeah, a smiley face yeah. in. You've just been revoked. <laughs> no, Judge Dredd versus Pennywise. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, wait, wait. Would it be Stallone or Carl Urban? Carl Urban. Oh, I'm the law. That movie was awesome. It's no great. One, no one likes that movie, but it's, I it's I loved it. Terrible fun. I mean, the, yeah. the new one's great, but the old one's terrible fun. Oh yeah, it's okay yeah. to like terrible movies. It's just yeah. Like, yeah. like I mean, we've talked about this many. Most times, of the like movies Deep I Blue love Sea. are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. That movie doesn't take itself yes. way too yeah. seriously at all. No, but I love that movie You're so damn much. You're the disease, hard. and I'm the cure. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, Stallone. But, um, hmm. yeah. What's going on here? Perhaps I'll just stand and watch this play out. <laughs> Did they just yeah. ditch Henry Bauer's body in the room without telling no, anyone? That, no, no, that's what I just said. Like, they, they were like, oh, yeah, there's just this dead body in the hotel. Let's put this on my car to get the hell out of Dodge before they notice. You know, yeah, they just left Henry I in the hotel. I think you can go to jail if you just leave a dead body and... Isn't that a thing? I think yeah. it's a state-by-state thing. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out what kind of car Harry Anderson's driving, and... It's like at first they were trying to shoot it in a way that made you think it was a, it was a Ferrari, sort of a sports car, yeah. But I, I think it's a Chevy. But my question is, is it Seriously? covered in velvet? I think it's a Camaro. <laughs> this whole time I was like, Richie has a cool car. That, well, that's what I thought. Is I I kept seeing just bits and pieces, and it's like, oh, he's I bet he's driving a Ferrari. I don't think they could afford it. He's no, got that comedian yeah. money. Yeah. They spent all that money on the claymation for yeah, the he, melting clown. Yeah, his buddy. Yeah. Mag- his buddy Magnum said, "No, I want it back, dude." Well, now yeah. and my mustache is better. <laughs> and then by the time they, Vastly you know. Superior. By the time they get to the end of the movie, they have zero budget stop motion spider. Yeah, the the most unrealistic spider I've ever seen. Yeah. Which they they, they just cut to the ending from Clash of the Titans. Well, yeah, they called up Ray. They called up Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. We're out of uh, money and time, so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, after the elaborate scheme of recovering the two silver bullets and re- Eddie getting his inhaler, we're just gonna have you knock the spider over and rip its stomach yeah. out. Yeah. That's the. Why didn't they all take inhalers with them? It's battery acid, <laughs> yeah. you slime. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, they took two weapons, and they're relying on the... Well, if you believe our discussion from Lethal Weapon that girls are superior shots to guys, according to Jason, uh, yeah, I can see that Bev is the best shot in the crew, since okay. she's the only girl. But here's the thing. They no go idea. into the sewer with two pieces of silver. Yep. You had a week. Yeah. You melt down <laughs> some silverware. <laughs> yeah. And then go to a coin shop, buy some old coins. Seriously, you know you would have had a whole sack of silver. Well, I Harry's just... Harry's got to he's got to run. He's got to get back to criminal court court part two. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to get through two hundred cases in one <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it, it and Richie's kind of yeah, the yeah. Richie's kind of hesitating because cool. they finally get all to get, Bill's the one who pulls the group back together because when they were kids, he's like, guys, Georgie died because of this promise me you'll help me destroy him and it's just it's a very 
you know, emotional moment when they're kids, but then they're all about to leave town after they leave the dead body in their hotel room. And Richie especially is like, yep, peace out. I'm never going to see you guys again. Whatever. Have a nice life. And Bill's just, he sees the woman playing the piano. Yeah. And somehow that inspires him to be like, no, we have to stay. Yeah. Do you promise me, Richie? Are you going to help me? And then they all, he's like, ah, oh, damn it. I guess I'm staying. So. No, I'd be the guy going, hey, one day they'll invent Facebook. We'll catch up then. Right. But <laughs> Richie's the one who comes up with the most logical question of all. They are about to go back in the sewer. And he's like, did anybody think to bring something useful like a machine gun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. He's the only he one actually brought up logic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows? I believe this flamethrower will destroy you. Bugs don't do well with flame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. memory serves. You know who could probably have helped them? Like NASA or somebody else. I mean, nobody just, else can see him though. Only well, then there you go. Can then just have, just always have someone around you. <laughs> you know, like hang. No, up. but that doesn't matter because he can. St- he was still haunting Richie in the middle of the library. Ah, true, yeah. And the same oh, with the parents. Yeah, they, right. they just don't yeah. see the blood, so he can still hurt them. It's just a matter. Of, it doesn't matter if they. If witnesses. you didn't see him as a kid, you won't see him as an adult. Is that the rule? I'm pretty. Oh wait, no, no. because Bill's the movie, wife sees it. The movie broke that rule with the Bill's wife. Yeah, yeah, he yeah that's into true. The, so that's I guess true. Pennywise can choose who he wants to see him. Yeah, He's, just, he he has a process. It's just I'm, it's just enjoyable to see him. Delightfully work. arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Henry Bowers never saw him as a kid. Well, no, he saw the deadlights. He saw. Um, he became Billy Idol, but he never saw actually. Look, the, look, I love that their graffiti budget was very low, so they could only afford to put just a tiny bit of graffiti on the like set. Like there was one <laughs> small tr- gang here one time. Yeah, they tried to use the same people from Lethal Weapon who greased the windows of that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that warehouse. Yeah, yeah. But oh, so you don't have the budget for that? We can do one wall for that. We can make that happen. There's so much disease huh. in the sewer. He's in the sewer. Don't sewers occasionally fill up with gas and explode? Every Could we so do often. something like that? Could we maybe like pump fumes in? Set they it on could fire? barely they could barely afford, afford spray paint. How are no, they going to do a special effect yeah, like that? that? That's yeah. not going to work. Is it special weird? effects by Billy? I want I, I want to <laughs> see Kevin McAllister from Home Alone <laughs> yeah. take on. Oh God, Pennywise. he would kick the shit. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, no, that's, I saw that on Facebook. There's somebody posted a meme where it was like. Alien or no Predator versus Kevin McAllister, who would win? And somebody commented with, "How much prep time does Kevin get?" Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because Kevin, Kevin needs some time. It's my sewer, and I have to protect it. He's organized, unlike yeah. these idiot kids who yeah. have thirty years. It's it's like you said, they did have thirty years technically, but they they lost all of their memories during that time. But still, seven grownups get together, and they're less organized than a Culkin kid. I'd rather see the movie, the, what are they, the Unlucky Seven? The the Lucky Seven. The Lucky Seven. The Lucky Seven. The Losers. The the Losers losers Club. Versus the Wet Bandits. Oh, yeah. 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 The Wet Bandits might actually win one. Yeah, I'd like, that would be a fair fight. We should have called Kevin. (laughs) God, where's, where's Macaulay Culkin when you need him? But yeah, it did, okay, so. Call the Ghostbusters. I mean, to be oh fair, oh my god, that would have been an awesome crossover. Oh, it, yeah, it would have been. But <laughs> these guys, not only would the gremlins have killed them, I think the mugwise would have killed them. Anything could kill <laughs> yeah. these kids. They're stupid. Yeah, but I can drive yeah, a car Bill, like Bill Gizmo. Is, <laughs> Bill is cowering in a corner right now, and holding his stutter a purse. is back. His stutter came back at random times Blah, too. Boy. Like I can see it when it's like with Pennywise or if he gets suddenly scared, but it's like his stutter came back as soon as he came to Derry. Yeah. But then it would disappear and come back. And Jonathan And that Brandis, mole on his cheek distracts oh God, the it's hell so out distracting. of me. God, I, I just keep looking at it. 
I'm gonna make some guacamole. <laughs> More. <laughs> exactly. It's very Austin Powers. Why are 7. the seven point six two millimeter? <laughs> like I know I've said this Full earlier, but why metal. are why are Full metal jacket? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, no, but they get together, and I, it makes me think of the moment in Ghostbusters where they're about to face the stave or uh, Zool, Zool, and um, Zool. Ray's just like. No, Dana, only Zul. But, um, what a wonderful singing voice you must have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but Ray gets to, I feel like, I like Ray a girl would... who sleeps above her covers, four feet above her covers. Yep. Sorry, no, but I'm I... gonna keep interrupting you with Ghostbusters. That's fine. No, I'm kidding. No, but happen. Ray would, be- Ray belongs in this crew <laughs> yeah, uh, because yeah. he's like, this is an awesome plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, it just, they, they don't come up with anything. He, Egon, just... Egon would, would have a field day with it. Egon would have already yeah. sucked Pennywise into the, uh, the, the what's where do they store all the ghosts that they bust the, 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 cont- the containment unit yeah the yeah. containment yeah. unit yeah. the peck opens like yeah. an idiot but okay so peck yeah. I don't think you understand there's a clown in here <laughs> yeah you had your chance Peck Venkman. probably would have left it closed if he knew Pennywise was in there oh yeah it would have helped Peck was like I remember him <laughs> yeah the Ghostbusters show up they put him in the trap that'll be twenty seven fifty. oh but yeah so now I think something's coming <laughs> <laughs> Cougar singing over there. But yeah, Pennywise is terrorizing uh, Bill with the boat that Bill made Georgie that ultimately led to his little brother's demise. This scene is actually pretty cool. It is. It's too bad this is the last scene we see Tim Curry in. Mm. Yeah, he's the only redeeming quality to this movie. It's and just... then we'll get into the last 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, I mean, there's there's a big gulf between script writing and production. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and when it comes to production and there's somebody who says, okay, you want me to do what? And how much money do I have? Mm. Okay. <laughs> hey, I get paid either way. I know. Let's spray a packing peanut and spin it around and make it yeah. look like Slimer. Um, they just had to get creative with stuff like that. But poor Bill. Yeah, he gets guilted into remembering Georgie's death because Pennywise makes him think that it was his fault that Georgie died. It wasn't It wasn't the fact that Pennywise ripped the kid's arm off yeah. <laughs> and mutilated yeah, him. yeah. No, it's the fact that Bill you made let a it toy. You kill me, and then you grew a douchey ponytail. Oh, no, I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Come man, man, fight it! <laughs> it's scary how much of a brain we share. <laughs> Even I get intimidated I, by it I really, I really want to see this concert. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, maybe, the, oh, the Patreon content right there. Whoa, he disappeared. Oh. Whoa. Spooky noochies. Jonathan Brandis actually gives it his all in this oh, film. Oh, he's fantastic. He's by far the best child actor in this film. Oh, big time. He, Probably, he outshines the adults. He, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He and Jonathan Brandis, uh, he said when he was when he was young when he did this movie that the biggest challenge for him was the stutter. Right. And he had a really hard time mastering a stutter. Like somebody actually had to coach him for it because he yeah. just wasn't and because they were like is it really weird being you know, in a scene with a grown man in a clown costume, he's like, no, the stuttering really sucked, though. Like, he just, <laughs> but yeah. Well. Oh, uh, fun fact. I forgot to mention this earlier, listeners. What's that? There were three other people in line to play Pennywise. Yes, there uh, were. There was Malcolm McDowell of Clockwork Orange fame, which that would have been awesome. A British person. Uh, Roddy McDowell, no relation. Uh, from to Andy McDowell? <laughs> from, <laughs> from Planet of the Apes and uh, Fright Night. 
And uh, the the third one that shocked and, me. And uh, Laser Blast. And Please. Laser Blast. And Bill Skarsgård. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I messed wait. up. He just was kidding. just born when this came out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and the third option really blew me away was Alice Cooper. Oh, my God. That, that would have been a whole new movie. That is on par. I demand a rock musical of It with Alice Cooper. Yes. That is on par with Sammy Davis Jr., being teed up to be Beetlejuice. Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was originally yeah, who they amazing. wanted. Yeah, and it just doesn't... Super. That would have changed everything. If they could. It's so now. <laughs> but listeners, Adam was actually telling me a really interesting story about how he loves to terrorize his girlfriend. Oh, I do. <laughs> using this movie. So... Spousal abuse segment. <laughs> <laughs> With young Adam. Young Adam gets real. Uh, so my girlfriend is... Uh, traumatized of clowns, all because of you guess it, this movie, as most kids are nowadays. No way. And uh, anyways, I take I took all of the lines. I actually looked up all of the lines from the movie that had a name in them, and I changed all of the names and inserted hers. So when she won't wake up, typically I'll walk right up to her when she's sleeping and start reciting the entire film. Sweet Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> now, are y'all y'all are still together? <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, I need to start bringing in like balloons and props. Though. Oh yeah. Well, here we got fill some them. Cl- fill them with temper paint. With, with our compliments. There you we go. Bring the clown noses home. Yes. yes. <laughs> bring the clown nose. <laughs> just tonight. Just you guys started everything off. We'll post the photos, guys. But Darth Jader brought some clown noses for everybody to share. But uh, but uh, she she has uh, thankfully agreed to stay with me and come to the premiere of. The new It movie coming out in October. Yes. Which oh, there's su- another one happening? Which supposedly... It chapter two. Part two when they're adults. Yeah, yeah. it's supposedly oh, like it the goriest yeah. movie of the past 15 years. It's but The gore is supposed to just be off the charts. Really? God. That's what I heard. That the they first were... one wasn't crazy gory. Yeah. But you did see Jordy's arm actually get ripped off, but... Mm. Well, and you can do stuff like that today with, uh, you know, with a movie. You have license to do more violent things like that because yeah. it's not on ABC. <laughs> like it. But to be fair, I mean, I always go back to, you know, uh, Jaws. Jaws scared me more than any other movie ever scared me as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrified oh, me. It's and the shark, that's a generational thing. And the shark sure. is barely in it. Yeah. You know. Bruce. Bruce. You know that's his name, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, um, Bruce. The shark Nemo. is not working. Bruce, the shark it's the same shark working. from Finding Nemo. Yeah, that yeah. that was the uh, uh, that was a nod to yeah. Jaws. Actually, I actually the, I was the only kid who picked up on that when Finding Nemo came out. Because the only um, they named the mechanical shark in Jaws Bruce after this really intimidating producer that Steven Spielberg knew. Right. And the thing was, they were in not Nantucket. Um, Martha's Vineyard, Vineyard, uh, and Bruce had to live in the ocean. He was too big for them to Mm. drag in and out of the water all the time, so they were... They had to keep really close tabs on him because they were always afraid that like a random boat or swimmer would happen across him and think that he was real. So there's that, but yeah... It's what Adam mentioned on the previous episode with it. He said, "Oh, this movie made me so scared of drains," and I was like, "Yeah, just like how Jaws made our generation terrified, terrified. of water." Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, like any kind of water—pools, toilets, you name it—it it didn't matter. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. Like when you the gore, and I've always been like this. I mean, I remember in college, um, I had a friend of mine who loved watching Peter Jackson's old horror movies. Oh, Brain Dead. Yeah, and I was always—it was like. As soon as the gore ramped up, I was immediately taken out of the movie. Huh. Like, I don't know. Gore's always, gore pulls me out of the movie. 
In because, a bad way? It, yeah, in a bad way, where I'm like, eh, okay, oh. it's, you know, makeup and fake blood and stuff, you know? Yeah. And, like, and that's cool for a campy, fun, silly movie. But well, like, right, his, his movies were campy. Yeah, they were very, yeah. They were, like, Evil Dead style. Okay, speaking of, like, cheesy-ass violence in bad horror movies, not to interrupt you, Adam, but, uh, yeah, here we go with the super realistic gigantic ass spider that pennywise no. has become which once again arbitrary it's okay it's just a process shot oh thank god the entire which, movie was leading up to this I, which is a bummer because honestly the only one who's scared of spiders is bill because that's what oh, was but, in his fortune cookie right yes but to be fair i'm not all that scared of spiders but that would probably scare oh, i mean yeah <laughs> like if it's, if it's large yeah. enough sure yeah. a stop motion spider it could be a fluffy little duck and if it was that big i'd be like holy crap that's why the stave puff marshmallow man is still yeah. a, a viable villain i don't know to me it looks kind of goofy i just feel like i would have rather had a face off with the clown Maybe you should have put the silver what do they make the oh yeah silver what are they called silver Bullets. Oh, yeah, bullets. Yeah, Kolchak did that. We and shot a werewolf. With we it. have stomped all over that point so yeah. hard. They're not bringing realistic weapons with them because they're not right. They're not fighting a realistic villain. So maybe that's the logic behind it. Who knows? But yeah, and the deadlights are in the spider's uh, what thorax? <laughs> I don't really know what's going on with this. His, uh, you know, his area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for lack of a better term. His dead, his yeah. dead balls, yeah. Look, look, oh, look at my crotch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Beverly goes to shoot the spider and Aim misses for the on her crotch. first shot. That'll, that'll incapacitate just about anything. I'm stuttering all over here like Bill. But yeah, so the spider rears up on its hind legs like uh, spiders totally do. Yeah. Uh, I, even as a kid, I was like, okay, I am no longer scared. And, okay, this is what I don't understand. Does Eddie have a moment where he stops believing in the battery acid portion of his inhaler? Because he, he does the, it. Th because the inhaler stopped it when they were kids, but now that they're grown-ups, he even goes back to that moment and channels his energy, and he's like, yeah, this is battery acid, and it does well, nothing. Well, <laughs> Beverly just shot the silver at the face of the spider, but and she missed. Nothing. Well, no, the no, second, one, the second, the second one, 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 second one, hit second it. one yeah. bounced off the the spider's forehead. So maybe because like their fear is overcoming them and they their conviction. Oh, okay. And here's another question: Does Eddie die? I think he does. Okay, I believe because, he does here. Yeah, he gets squeezed to death by the spider. Crushed by the well, you can't show gore because TV, but yeah, he he dies from the spider, I believe. Oh, okay. I know they rip the spider's heart out. Yeah, see, it just gets so simplified at the end. They just do this logical thing where they tip yeah. the spider over. I believe if I jump on top of you with this big axe, it will kill you. Maybe. And then of course like, Beverly shoots at him. She misses the first time while staring straight at the spider, but then turns her head away on the second shot and. And nails it right in the deadlights. With, what a with beautiful the shot and by then Beverly. The deadlights, <laughs> the deadlights turn into like a TV screen with sparks. Yeah, yeah. It's like an an old TV that you turn off that hasn't even cooled down yet. It's just yeah. you just see the sparks all over the place. To me, like the last scene where you see Tim Curry show up is like a sort of a weird hologram fog projection, yeah. like, like like he's on the uh, the the view screen on the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. he's on the view screen of the Enterprise, <laughs> and he talks to the kids one last time to me. I'm like, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Unjam your signals, Billy. <laughs> After yeah. that, I'm like, I'm just gonna go use the restroom and uh, let me know what happens with the spider. Yeah, oh, it, it, might, it is sort of a weird thing to think like you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, then you just are bored and you have to pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the last 15 minutes of this movie is probably the weakest. 
Oh, yeah. Pennywise appears almost kind of uh, like the last Jedi or the return of the Jedi. He re- he appears in like hologramish kind of form. <laughs> no, he can be saved. He can be turned. I've seen there the is good, good in, in him. him. The conflict. There is no conflict. I saw you there in the for Red no October. Conflict. I know you can play a good guy. Uh, that, he was a, his skills. He was a good guy on. Uh, Wild Thornberries. He was a good guy in the Hooker. Smashing. <laughs> I'm Nigel Thornberry. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Troop yeah. leader says we're not making a quota. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Oh yeah, no, you pushed me over. Tip me over and pour <laughs> me out. What, you've, <laughs> you've never been spider tipping? Come on, yeah. guys. Uh, not giant spider tipping. Wow, what are you guys doing Tr- on now your Now rape weekends? him to death. Huh. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> Ben's <laughs> like, I'm gonna fist him. Wait, wait, oh, wait, is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh my, that was a bit of a Freudian slip right there. Whoops. Uh, yeah. Well, there's your problem. You see, a spider's not supposed to have a heart. Oh, that you know, big, you, you know? think like a spider. Get oh, you, yeah. you just gotta get his heart. You just pull it right out. I his found chest. his weakness. If you rip his heart out, he'll die. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that's... that he won't live without his heart? Uh. He's armless. <laughs> and the, and the Grinch's, you heartless bastard. <laughs> and the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day until <laughs> until it was ripped they, out. <laughs> and they took it home and feasted. Which okay, here this is another fan theory that I've heard where they all the, float. Yeah, they float. Okay, so with Tim Curry turning into a spider, he he puts people in his web and saves right. them for later consumption. I'm assuming. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear Tim Curry turns into a spider. He <laughs> Just did. so casually. And he turned into an arachnid, if you will. But yeah, so poor uh, Juliet slash Olivia Hussey, Bill's wife is one of the many victims wrapped up in a web. And this is an, yet another thing I don't get. She stares into the deadlights and goes into this sort of comatose state. Bill and all the kids at this point have looked into the damn deadlights yeah. and they're yeah. not comatose. I don't understand. I this. don't get why he puts so many people in these webs. Is he like saving them for later? Is like a yeah. snack yeah. for later yeah. or they're... because he rips Georgie's arm off and flat out eats him. But yeah. Like... None of it makes much sense. Someday they will make a show called game of Thrones and I will need <laughs> snacks. <laughs> but this is where uh, everything winds down. So they've defeated Pennywise and Cuts Bill, back to when they're kids. It does, and you hear Mike saying, "This is when. This is how I wish I could remember us all seven of us on the bank of that swamp or creek or whatever it is." But he's writing in his journal so that he has these memories before they fade out of his brain again. Because he specifically points out that now that Pennywise is gone, all of this is disappearing from their minds. Uh, but it doesn't do it in a way that makes sense. For instance, like Mike says something about like, Oh, when we run into each other, we have to remind each other what the other one's name is. And we don't remember each other that well anymore. But meanwhile, uh, Bev and Ben run off together and they remember each other and they get married like a week later. Uh, so they remember (laughs) each other and that's fine. Uh, meanwhile, Richie is, I think he is Buster Keaton. <laughs> oh, wow. And they're riding off into the sunset. Little, little ditty about Ben hey, and sweet. Beverly. Hey, Another curse broke. <laughs> you know, that that does bring up, never mind. I was going to make a roadhead joke, but it's, it's <laughs> you know there's, what? There's a roadhead wanna, joke, yeah, I, and there's a condom balloon clown joke somewhere. There's a lot of jokes. They're all over the place. Flying over our heads. And the, the, the thing that makes the least amount of sense to me Period is the very end. When, it's time to ride the bike. But yeah, Bill, Silver Bill's away. wife has been in a coma for for what a year, I guess. And 
he nothing has helped her she's still in this weird psychological state of mind but he's like you know what let's go for a bike ride it once saved stanley's life it can save your life too and yeah she she's just better after the bike ride yeah yeah what the hell it's because he believed in the magic of hi-ho silver yeah it's the magic of that bike in magic he's gonna give his wife but wait, if my a ride of a life, if my ponytail can't heal her, maybe mm. my bike can. <laughs> well, did he try whipping her with the ponytail? Yeah, I mean, you know, we didn't see that. That might uh, he might have been, been like a deleted scene. You know, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> Be silent. It's the pa- it's the source of Bill's power, not not anyone else's. So it does, right. it, it's non transferable. <laughs> Oh, those 90s. The power of Bill riding you. a mo- <laughs> Riding a bicycle <laughs> in cowboy boots. Oh, these kids, they. God, I, why did I become a taxi these kids, driver? I was about to say, these kids really. I want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and he just takes her on this really, <laughs> this really dangerous it. ride. He just goes downhill amongst traffic, like cutting off cars. and. He almost it, gets hit in the intersection. Yeah, and he's like, come on, come on back, wife. babe. Like, like you screw can do you guys. It. I got to cure my <laughs> wife. <laughs> and she, I, if I was Olivia Hussey, I would have been terrified. Because it's okay. She's sitting... The bike's on a trailer, folks. Don't worry. We're I mean, being pulled by the crew. Yep. That'll wake her up. Yeah. God. Bill, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I figured a near-death experience would fix everything. <laughs> Oh, hey, geez. is that Linda Cardellini? No, it's not. It's the chick who played Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> With Leonard Whiting. Oh, everything I love comes you. back to Shakespeare. Oh, and this Mr. is isn't this though. this is the ending shot of the movie, isn't it? Yeah, this uh, is the last frame. They have literally they brought the traffic in. It's a fun sensation, and it goes straight into Family Matters. You hear Tim Curry and scrambled it. Yeah. Like like they every horror movie, like every horror movie ever, they have to queue up Pennywise laughing at the end. Yeah, Question mark. Of the Naturally. end. Yeah. Does you know, by the way, do you know they're they're bringing Fraser back? Yeah, you really? told me that. They're bringing um, Fraser. Fraser is coming back. Well, what you do you know? Yeah. They've never done that with an old TV special show. Special guest stars. How do you have a guest star in a movie? Well, it says special <laughs> appearance by Penny or Tim Curry is Pennywise. I'm like special appearance. Yeah, I, it's <laughs> kind of like the and. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, did it's did all he just about drop mo- by one day and decide to be in it? Like, it's all about yeah, how much money yeah. you receive because when uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, Tim can't. Yeah, never mind. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> no, because on Gilmore Girls uh, at the beginning credits, it always says with Kelly Bishop and yeah. Ed Herman. Well, you know, because so, it's like they're the the esteemed, you know. They're the, they're the, they're the B. Arthurs of yeah. the situation. Is, yeah. is Pennywise dead for good here, or does he still come back in 30 years? Did, did, did them ripping the heart out actually kill him? I think kill it killed him? him. Fully dead now? Okay. But Because I want to see part three where they're all 80 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Richie even says something like that. He's like, I'm not fighting this damn thing when I'm 70, because they're all in their 40s in I this I want to watch that. Or their yeah. kids. Their kids, that'd be cool. Yeah, seventy-year-old Harry Anderson fighting a giant spider would be yeah. something I would pay a, a good amount of money to see. Tim yeah. Curry needs a cameo in the remake. Please give it to me. But yeah, so uh, some other notes that I made about this is apparently because I spoke to Meg, a prior guest on our show. Hi, Meg, and she informed me that there is a Stephen King universe. Apparently, a lot of his stories tie in together. That's true. And it made me think of Rick and Morty with the microverse, um, miniverse, tinnyverse, whichever verse, and. 
it just I didn't realize that this was that elaborate. I know that they're starting to do that with Marvel where all those all the heroes are tied together somehow, whatever, but I didn't realize that this was going on in the Stephen King world. Yeah, I yeah. mean, stuff like that's been around, because it, it's been around in books for a while that you just... Well, I know um, Kevin <clears throat> Smith does that. Yeah. In yeah. his clerks uh, and... Yeah, Universe. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So well, all those tie in together. This technically goes all the way back to the original 1930s and 40s, like Frankenstein, yeah. Dracula, the Wolfman, yeah. because they all had crossover films. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman and then House of Dracula and all those movies. They always put them together. Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello yeah. meet Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the things that I saw, because I, I actually did. <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet it. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> well, I did some research to say I was trying to figure out what the deadlights really were, and I, I just didn't understand it. And apparently it's a lot more easily understood in the book but uh one of the yahoo answers people was basically saying there was a comment about how fear can't actually be conquered which is a big trope in this movie it's like you have to overcome your fear it's like no 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 fear is a fundamental instinct that we have it's a reaction to to help us fear keeps you alive yeah exactly it's like if somebody has a fear of heights that's a very logical fear to have because if you fall off of a cliff you're gonna die well that's why that's why stress kills you because we're we're designed to be scared of things like a lion showing up and eating us. We're not designed. We don't have that. Yeah, we're not yeah. built to be scared of. You know, where am I going to be in ten years? You know, how this I, deadline. You know, oh my god. Yeah, you know, we're not really built to be that existential. We're built to react to the environment that we're in. Right. Yes. But yeah, so that's why you see all those memes on Facebook. They crack me up where it's like. of my stress is me making up all these scenarios that are actually never going to happen to me, but I'm worried about them anyway, because we, we've civilized ourselves to the point of boredom where we have to worry about hypothetical situations. And then we start worrying when we're not worrying. Yes. Yes. It's just a, it's a never ending spiral because it, it makes me think of your story, Jason, about David asking you why basements are scary. Yeah. That it, cause it's not, it's a fundamental instinct to yeah. be scared of the unknown or at least be wary of yeah. it. So and the, that's why Jaws, one of the reasons why Jaws is so scary is because it goes straight to, I don't have to explain to you why this, you know, it's like, no, it's a universal concept. Yeah. Everybody who's yeah. swam in the ocean has had that scary moment where something brushes their ankle yeah. and they just don't know what it was. I mean, look, I'll be honest. Yes. I'm a 40 year old guy. I don't go swimming in the ocean. You said you wanted to go shark diving in a cage. In a cage. That... No, no, no. Okay, I Did thought you of you see the, the other end day. of Jaws. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Marion yes, Van yeah. Peebles. Yeah. But uh, no, I thought of you the other day, Jason, because I was watching a video where a guy was in a metal cage and a great white. The way that it leapt and sort of wriggled around, it wound up in the cage with him. Oh man! Yeah, the guy I've seen survived. That video. Yeah, <laughs> awkward. Meanwhile, the the shark is thrashing so hard, like blood is coming out of its gills when it finally thrashes its way out. But I was like, holy shit! I've got to tell Jason about this. The dude climbs up through the top of the cage <laughs> to get out. Luckily, he was unharmed, but the yeah. shark was in the cage. Just from the thrashing around, it could have killed him. It could have crushed it him. Oh yeah. Oh completely. god, it was so intense. Yeah, but what a way to go. <laughs> tombstone <laughs> moment crushed not eaten by a great that, white that's when you, that, by a great that's white. when you take your knife out and you go one of us isn't making it out of here buddy <laughs> <laughs> prepare to be emancipated from your inferior <laughs> genes <laughs> real quick I just want to point out one of the things I love about watching movies on Amazon is seeing what it, else is, people it, are yeah, doing yeah the customers always watched and got Chucky uh, the first movie it's, it, it has here is Jeepers Creepers have either of you seen Jeepers Creepers I have seen the first I, Jeepers Creepers the fir- yeah, the, yeah the sequels are I love that is one of my all time favorite horror movies and I don't think it gets what any- is it about 
I doesn't have remember. a whole much of plot. <laughs> it's just kind awesome. Of, it, like he comes back every so many years, and he just like it. <laughs> just like that's probably why. Yeah, it's but on it, there. but he's got to he's got to kill people because his it's like his body breaks down, so he's got to kill people to get parts to remake his body. Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. So and he, the ending of that movie is one of the creepiest endings of any horror movie I have ever how does, seen. You can spoil I forgot it how it me. ends. That's fine. Spoiler alert, listeners. Because the, the, there's the, the really hot redhead and there's the the guy. Justin Long. <laughs> the dude. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Justin Long's in the movie. He, he, yeah. gets, he gets taken in the end and like it's like, okay, well, he's gone now. He's gotten everything he needs for the next 30 years. And it's like, oh, the movie's over. Okay. But does he? But then you hear like the kid screaming and then it shows the kid and you think he's like just standing up but then no. the monster comes up behind him and he's skinned him and he, <gasps> and he like he looks through his face like oh it's a mask God. it is that's so, so weird that's terrible. it is so creepy so messed that up and i love think that of, um, adam you might be a little too young to remember these do you remember those books scary stories to tell in the yes. dark yes. oh god there's a, there's, there's, the, the scarecrow movie's the scarecrow that those guys built to help them with hurting oh a sheep God, or whatever. Yeah. And they just abuse him and punch him and treat him like a punching bag. And then he comes to life. Yeah. And at first he's just being weird and acting like a chicken and flapping his arms. But then he murders It's kind of like the Jeepers Creepers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That no, that's why it made me think of that. Because uh, uh, the last thing, the last visual that you get from that story is one of the uh, sheep herders is coming back. Because the first one went back to get some water or something. He went back to the house and was alone with the scarecrow. The fact that it came to life just made no never mind to them for whatever reason. And they yeah. didn't dismantle it or destroy it. Those books but, those uh, books were hardcore. Oh, God. No, and the last visual they give you is him stretching the guy's skin out in the Aww. sun to dry or whatever. So, yeah, that's yeah. what made... Oh, God. Real quick, because I know all these movies. But what the third, the third one, the one next to... Between Halloween 2 and Nightmare on Elm Street. It's uh, Child's Play. Oh, that's Child's Play? The original Child's Play. Chucky, yeah. Oh, okay. And then I, there's another Chucky movie in there, okay, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now Mark And, and The Crow, which, it's weird, because The Crow's not a horror movie. The Crow's no. not a horror movie, but Crow's it's awesome. awesome movie. Awesome movie. And then they fire made it up. terrible sequels. Fire it up. Yeah. It's very <laughs> 90s, though. I, I rewatched oh, yeah. The Crow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has not aged well, but it's very fun. It's yeah. very fun. Dwight, all-time favorite movie. The Crow. <laughs> the Crow. <laughs> <laughs> D W I G H T. Well, Brandon Lee would have had a huge career. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of part two of our expose, our 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 in depth. Yes, our in depth <laughs> review of Stephen King's it exclamation it. point it. And uh, I would like to thank Young Adam. Thank uh, you for, yes, for young Adam. <laughs> bringing a bit of actual knowing things about movies and TV shows to the uh, show. It's it's it's, it's that's refreshing. a twist. <laughs> a what twist a twist! Me. What a twist! <laughs> uh, and uh, I um, I don't have much else to say about this. Uh, Darth, do you have any comments? Um, before we get into that, Adam, is there anything you have coming up? Any projects or something that you would like to tell the audience about that we can help you plug? And if the answer is no, don't worry. Yeah, we'll, that's okay. We'll just cut this part out. I uh, <laughs> Well, I can't say too much about it because it's still in the works, but uh, a friend of mine from high school put together a really cool kind of old school uh, horror story podcast where it's 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 in the vein of like Twilight Zone and telling ghost stories around the fire. And I will be hosting the, the show. The first episode is premiering, I, I think, in a couple months. 
And uh, so I'll be hosting that, and I'll be doing maybe a voice or two in some of the stories as well. Very cool. Keep it, us posted on that. It's called the Mysterium Podcast. Very, Wonderful. very cool. Hey, if he's looking for scripts, uh, because Darth and I had a project that sort of got sidetracked because the of schedule. Yeah, the yeah. spoken word project because of uh, scheduling issues. But we actually have a couple of scripts that we wrote. Uh, that was it's literally a Twilight Zone sort of uh, thing that we were going to do full cast. Yeah, they both kind of are. It's uh, yeah, yeah, the two, yeah, the plain um, one in particular, but yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, is that going to be soon, or you gonna, is that something you can give a link to? Or? The first episode will probably be coming out in, a, in about a month or two. I, I don't have uh, everything right now, but they're they're setting it up. So well, my, my we, friend of mine wrote all the uh, stories. We will tweet it. Uh, we, yes, we'll, if you we'll, send yeah, it we'll to de- yeah. uh, me, I will. I run our social media for the most part. So yeah, yeah. if you just want to announce it, it's okay. Point, just yeah, we'll put it on the f- on FaceFeed and Insta Tweet and all that stuff. All the all the all, mediums, all, those things. <laughs> all the interwebs. Yes, all the interwebs. All the things but the young people do. You guys, Jason is actually recently. I know. I'm like I'm like I'm hooked on Instagram media. now. It's so weird. Well, I badgered you and Adam Brown yeah. so much into social media that apparently you're both using it now. So that's good. Yeah. Well, because uh, to connect know, to the universe, Instagram uh, is uh, you actually post things and people actually like respond. They interact. Yeah. As opposed it's to amazing. Twitter, where you just throw it out in the ether <laughs> and no one ever gives a shit. Yeah. It's you're just yelling at celebrities in a crowd. Well, actually, I have a story about that. Um, I have a picture that I just tweeted. Uh, it's an office themed picture. You know how it. Target and like little stores like that, they they'll sell decorative letters so you can spell your own message and put it on your wall or wherever. <laughs> um, it spells out bears, beats, Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> and I posted that with a quote from Rain. I tagged Rain Wilson, Target, and John Krasinski because that's from the episode where John Krasinski dresses up like Dwight yeah, and Dwight's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. Over <laughs> 250 people have liked this tweet. This nice. is the most engagement I've ever seen on wow, Twitter. Nice. My mind has been blown because normally I, I just, Twitter just doesn't do a whole lot. No, Twitter doesn't. No. I mean, I can throw something on Instagram and I don't have a lot of followers, but I can get 150 likes mm-hmm. because of the way Instagram actually you know, they they do a good job of taking stuff that you put there and putting it in front of people who might like right. it. Yeah. Well. Um, so Twitter, for those of you who do follow us on Twitter, we're not abandoning it, but... No, uh, not at all. We are at Hindsight Horror, or you can reach uh, Jason at North Foggy, or you yeah. can reach me personally <clears throat> at Darth underscore Jader underscore. Adam, is there anywhere on social media where you would like people to find you or no? I have a Facebook he's got a countenance novel so there's that find him on the countenance novel anyway uh but speaking of but we will but we will make sure though whenever that project comes out that we're gonna make sure to message it to you we're gonna put that on everything Uh, for sure that being said we do have some very fun episodes coming your way listeners uh mrs doubtfire will be released next i believe if jason ever sends it to me for editing and uh show notes but we've got so many fun, exciting guests booked for some very exciting episodes just this month. Uh, we've got our friend Randy coming to talk about Animaniacs. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, we will be discussing The Princess Bride, one of the most beloved 80, 80s movies of all time, with my friend Cece. She will be appearing. See, and then, C. C. hold Ryder. on. Oh, God. And then the guest star of all guest stars, listeners, we finally have... Sir Patrick Stewart? No. Even better. (laughs) The illustrious Morgan Rogers, my cool cat dad, is coming on this show to discuss 
Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it's going to be amazing. I asked my dad if he wanted to be on the show, and he he just said no. <laughs> no. What show? You have a show? No, no, I'm not interested. Or what? The podcast? Yeah. I'm not it's interested like, in doing It's like that. the exciting days of radio, Dad. It's like a radio show, Dad. <laughs> We're turning up the airwaves. Yeah, so uh, we like got Fibber s- McGee and Molly. Radio's <laughs> making a comeback. See, <laughs> we've got lots of exciting new episodes coming up for recording, and that we will be releasing soon. We went on a Robin Williams kick recently, so Ooh. you'll be able to see those episodes soon with Mrs. Doubtfire and Aladdin. All sorts of exciting new guests and new projects in the future. And lastly, we have a Battle Royale episode. Battle Royale. It will be our second two-part episode. And you will get to hear some beloved, familiar voices who have guest starred before. So be looking forward to that. And once again, listeners, thank you, as always, for spending your drive time, computer time, work time that you shouldn't be listening to us time, whatever time, really. We appreciate you tuning in. This has been Darth Jader with Jason Mitchell and special guest star Young Adam. (laughs) Young Adam. Thanks again for tuning in, listeners. Stay tuned and we will see you soon. Bye.